So, as we had left off our adventures here last week. Boy, was there egg on our faces. It was a bit of an interesting situation. We made our way into the town hall of Breachill, where first one of us had started this adventure. Had a call for heroes. <laughs> the one, the survivor so far. Who needs a therapist? <laughs> Face down the head counselor, Baltus Burden himself, with whatever he believed had been happening. Whatever Chelish forces he thought were attempting to enact their will within Breacho, which surely is a town that nobody in the Thrain family has ever heard of even once. <laughs> As we left off, near immediately after striking him down, was the guards knocked through the door to the meeting hall itself, and we saw, you know, again, the bone devil hopping away off into the distance, doing stupid bone devil stuff. Bye, bone I'm sure devil. we'll never see it again. Just like last time. Yep. Just like last time. Except next time we see it, we'll be like level 18. Yeah, if you we'll see just... it four levels later, you just grab its face and crush it. <laughs> <laughs> Linear power growth, baby. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm sick of this crap. <laughs> the guards pouring through the doorway here most <laughs> certainly would have some questions. And head among them, uh, the first through stumbling into the hallway to see, or into the chamber here to see the scene before him, would not immediately be able to see Baltus Burton. Uh, you will... You did largely fight him back behind the desks at the front of the stage, and both his body and the crater that is the general area <laughs> where he was standing, thanks to a rectangle, is hidden from view <laughs> as they come in. But there is a massacred bone devil, perfectly in clear sight, draped across the desk. The five of you and the signs of the clear battle has taken place. And as the guard comes in, where is my spear? The guard comes in, spear in hand, taking in the sight before him, <laughs> looking at this collapsed devil, doesn't immediately say anything, literally slack-jawed. This, oh, this might be a bit above your pay grade. Oh good, you're here. Excellent, you can help us uh, sort all of this out. What? What is that? <laughs> he just points up at the bone devil's body. Where? Is it more devils? And, uh, <laughs> Marshall's still blind. <laughs> just sit down, Marshall. No, I have to smash. They're all gone. It's okay. You are can you sit sure? down. Yes. Unless any of them are invisible wait, wait, wait. and hiding still about. And you no, see a, don't you, see You see that. a couple of the guards uh, outside rush off to the north end of town, uh, past Monument Circle, where you'd seen another one of the bone devils hopping from roof to roof in the distance before casting other spell and vanishing. Uh, to the screams of the scattered townsfolk around the area. Uh, but the guard on the ground pulls himself up as he just burled through the door and face-planted. Uh, pulls himself up to take I a... I throw my hammer towards that direction. And <laughs> 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 pulls himself up there's a giant mallet come flying towards him Can and I immediately like... drops back down to the ground. <laughs> just, I gotcha! <laughs> that is guards. They're on our side. 
please, just I, sit down. I can't tell the difference. We'll deal with it in a moment. We have to let them know what happened. Uh, it's okay, please. It's okay, Marshall, sit down. Where, where are you so I can stop you? <laughs> and around this point, it's probably <laughs> within your reach. As you start kind of feeling around towards the voice, like staggering across the crater you've created vaguely towards Trishik, you start to see some kind of fuzzy shapes and outlines. I'm, I'm, like, I'm just grabbing field. his face and poking his nostril. <laughs> and the vision starts to come back to you oh. as this magic starts to wear off. You're a lot more scalier than I remember. You've only been blind for a moment. I mean, it, was like, it wasn't from alcohol was like this time. There's a minute, difference. Maybe two. No! No! Hold <laughs> there! Uh, all of you. Look, it's what all right. hell's... No hell, that is exactly what has happened here. You see, Baltus Burton was possessed by a devil. Where is he? Oh. We haven't seen him leave. I'm gonna scoop up the body and lift it. <laughs> <laughs> and he immediately readjusts, grabbing his spear. Whoa! A moment, a moment. Uh, where is it? Where did you put it? Ah, here Get it is. Get Yes, 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 up you go, up you go. Take, uh, evidence, I believe you might be to be looking at this. Um, I'm and there, gonna... like, the, the, you guys are yelling at each other over like a 20, 30 foot couple, like basically oh. half an auditorium, several rows of seats here. I'll, I'll close the distance. I'll, I'm uh, carrying the uh, the letter from Cheliac's house through that Balton showed me. Perhaps you better go get the council. Uh, that, that is the council. No, 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 no. The real council, the one he disbanded that he should not have. Doing so illegally. Uh, Chelish houses trying to interfere with our sovereignty, you might be saying. I hope he can read. That's quite likely. Well, this is going on, Marshall's like, where's my hammer? Ah, oh, there it is. He just nonchalantly walks up to the wall where it's embedded in <laughs> and just pulls it out. Shower of splinters. <laughs> can, you, can, can you read that? You, you, <laughs> what was the task lady's name again? That was uh, Greta Gardenia. Oh, I didn't know if you actually forgot. I was, I was, looking, oh. I was looking at the paper. If I'm in the accent, you then you know Fair what Christian's saying. You, it's Lady Gardenia. Gardenia, Gardenia. All right, all right, all right. Um, I've met her before. All so. right, so I know this is a Chellish seal. That, this, this. Would, would you like me to read it to you? Right, I'll be getting Lady Gardenia. She'd be able to go ahead and do this. Hold on, hold on, I can get through this. I know it, some of these words. Well, you just puzzled it out. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna walk over and just like get up in his face and just start reading it out loud. Would I'll you like, like me? As you start reading it, he'll like lower it down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Would you like me to go get Lady? I could be back in just a moment. Yeah, not a problem. Um, I'm gonna cast Sending. Uh, okay. I was gonna send me. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Sending. I send Trishik. <laughs> I, I cast Lizard. Uh, uh, Lady Gardenia, uh, the uh, Councillor Burton uh, has been in league with devils, but we've managed to secure the town hall. Could you approach, please? And uh, you hear a quick thought back. Approach the town hall? Uh, of course, I'll be there shortly. This related to the screaming. <laughs> Can't answer her back without another fifth level spell <laughs> slot. I know that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you keep casting sending to people who don't know anything about the spell sending. But it it's, works. They're aware they can reply, because that's part of the magic, mm -hmm. and that's about all they get. But assuming she is probably on her way, uh, you're left with a guard here that Raz at this point has read most of the missive to. 
And the guard has his spear up as he's, he's down as Raz is dictating this, uh, this message. Right, so... Teliax is... That's... A foreign power. It's over there. That's like west of here, I think, right? Like oh, southwest? Let, let us probably. go with it, yes. Uh, that sounds about right. The point being, All right. this okay. letter... I don't think it's right. This might not be right. I think it's northwest. It could be. I'm not really sure. Directions yeah. are irrelevant. The point is letter is fake, and Burton was going to sell out town to slavers. And Pandarus is gathered over this point. That don't look fake to me. That. Oh. This looks like an official seal. This looks like it's all... It's, I it looks order. Grab the paper away, and I start scrounging around on all my. Oh, scraps. don't tear it up! Please don't tear it I up. I start scrounging around on all my scraps. I actually want to see. Can I make a check to see if I can point out any forgeries? Absolutely. Let me reference my Paizo GM screen real quick because I, I don't want to say that's society. Uh, it is society. Yes. It is society. It's like I, I, was I, I have the skill action list right here. This GM screen is super nice, and I really appreciate it. Okay. I have a plus 22 to society. Okie dokie. You sure you don't um, like it because of like all the pictures of dead PCs on the back of it? They did really like putting dead PCs on this, yeah. I guess they just like... It is supposed to be a secret check, but all, all you're, you're not trying to like decipher anything. You're just trying to determine if it is real or not, so like... Yeah, I'm searching around for scraps and actual anything from Teliax. Um, That's a 28, and you know what? As I'm going through this, Rat or King Mataz actually just ferrets around in another pocket and pulls out another scrap of paper. It has a little tiny. Mataz's if, hero. If you point. would like, I am capable of assisting. And if you want to assist. Yeah. If you want to assist, will you assist first? The Glad DC 20. I see uh, a one. That is a uh, hard one, so I do not assist. Um, well, you do. You, you do I your best, but, but trying to line it. Uh, help out here with Raz deciphering this, you are actually going to give him a minus one to his check as uh, looking over at this as you would soon to be face uh, assumed to be fake, looking at the seal and the handwriting and the parchment, you're pretty familiar with forgeries this actually looks <laughs> you changed your mind <laughs> perhaps hey, it's 15 much 15, better so, uh, 36 after the minus one right? math so with a, with a 36 as you look through this, it is, if it is a forgery, which you cannot 100% be certain, it is a very well-made one. Uh, one that is not, uh, it goes much further than a person sitting in an office with an inkwell and a sheet of parchment. Um, this would have had to have been manipulated magically uh, to forge such a hand, the, thrin, the house thrown seal and the signature of one of the, admittedly of some more minor barony, uh, uh, Baron or Count of the Thrun family does actually perfectly match something that you have. But there's more to the paper than, well, the paper itself and the ink that's on it. And the way the message is conveyed, the way that the uh, thoughts are passed through, the sentences are structured even, doesn't quite match up with an official Chellish missive. It's it's very slight, and again, uncertain, but you don't think this is legitimate. Oh, wow, wow. Um, the, 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 it, it looks official. It's very good, very good forgery, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, 
but, 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 in official missives, they don't use conjectures like this, and this word is almost rarely ever used except in a certain situation, which does not apply to this particular... It, it's more than likely a fake. I don't think it's real at all. See? It's right here, and he just pulls up... And his... this, that word, what, what word is that? I'm going to point at that word right there. Right, <laughs> but like... I'm gonna use wit, detect magic on it. Wit, 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 It's a very scrawly script, isn't it? Wit, w within. I, is whereas within, it could be. Within. There's more loops than a bullet of cereal. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> may, may want to take a look at. Maybe <laughs> it. I, I'm gonna try to detect magic on it to see if the seal was magically put on there. Okay, and uh, looking over that. It, the seal itself looks to, uh, it looks to be mundane. Uh, there is no lingering magical effect okay. on the paper. Whatever, if it was supplemented with magical forgery, it didn't leave any signature. As of course that would, sort of defeat the purpose of putting this much effort into a forgery, which just had like a persistent magical effect on it. <laughs> Dispel. It's just a crayon. <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, uh, all right, look, I. And uh, Pandarus kind of like is adjusting his grip on his spear here. He just has the, the butt in the ground. I don't, I don't really know what to, to make of, of this, this, this all. A letter from, from wherever you said this was from, and these giant skeleton, bat, monster things. Devils, yes, they're devils. That's a devil. Uh, yes. It was. Thought devils was like. Big red people with horns. Oh, no, darling. Not entirely, not necessarily. Well, sometimes. sometimes. Pandarus, how long have you known me? A while. Pandarus, but... do you really think I would do anything to hurt Breach Hill? Well, I, I don't, but... I would I never don't... even hurt Counselor Burton, but that was not him. Well, it, it, it sure looks like him. I know. It looked I like him. He kind of like peer over the desk a bit, but from the floor of the base of the stage, he's quite tall enough. He's like 5'7", maybe. You can't see over the stand. But you can definitely see the giant hammer devastation around the general practically area. Practically a halfling. It, it is him physically, but <laughs> what was done to him made him not him anymore. Not, not where it counts. Not here. His chest? His heart. He wasn't who he used to be. He wanted to betray Breach Hill. The, the, the counselor that you know, he would have never done that. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, normally this would be the situation where I would refer, uh, defer to the, the, well, counsel, counselor. And uh, at this point, you hear some footsteps uh, coming in across the threshold as uh, Miss Gardania herself joins the scene. And uh, she hurries in, dressed as plainly as she had been prior. Uh, definitely not all <laughs> done up like this in her full counselor garb. But she comes in, sees the guards kind of standing around. Uh, Pander is talking to Razmi, the guard still leaned over asking for Raz to explain words to him uh, in this <laughs> chelish script here. Rasheen seemingly equally puzzled. <laughs> But Raz's school is in session here. This word 
means to come home. And she looks around. Oh, oh Counselor, I'm so glad you're here. I... Where is Burton? Oh, Sit down. I'm, I He's believe I'm there. still like propping him up against there. the... Are you still holding him up? Yeah. Oh, I thought you put him back down after no. you showed the guards. Oh, so she would... Where's Burton? Then look up and see him like kind of slumped <laughs> against her cheek. Bloodied, clearly... Clearly dead. I'm sorry. We didn't want to kill him, but it wasn't what the situation evolved. She, she keeps walking as you talk uh, around past you and the guards and up onto the stage towards uh, around the desks to, I imagine, where Marshall and Trishik are back he, behind it. He was under some sort of dark influence. He was involved in things that he should not have been. He... I believe it is more likely that he's just been betraying us. It is likely he got powers from uh, people he did a bit of underestimating and thought he could uh, seal out the entire town. He did actually go and try to summon some devils. Got a couple of them. We managed to get just one, but the other one made it outside. I uh, imagine it probably caused a bit of a panic. I prefer to think of it that his mind was altered, but I suppose it could have been his own will. Power I, can influence. I don't truly know what exactly to, to make of this, but I, I do know that the dream house would have my head. We would just simply discuss him as if you weren't here before nothing was done with this. Can you... And uh, she looks to Marshall and Trishik. Can you bear him? For the cemetery, at least. Just toss him over my shoulder and start walking. <sighs> and she just kind of winces. <laughs> Marshall falls. Trishik. Maybe she did. Maybe she put something over that. Or put him in a sack. Don't call him Matt and don't put him in a sack. Would you like me to put him in the bag? No, just carry him nicely. You hold his this feet. This is hold nicely. His... Oh my god. I'm not dragging him. I love you both so much, but you have so much to learn about decorum. Look, you carry <laughs> his head, you carry his feet, and we will walk him ceremoniously. She'll take off her robe, her cloak, and I she'll mean, cover him nicely. We can do it a dwarfish tradition. Stop! <laughs> Please don't tell me you pickle him in a barrel of ale. No, that's insulting. Walk him in a minecart and then light it on fire. Oh, actually, I'd make quite a... Be quite, a, quite a sight, wouldn't it? <laughs> you imagine you let a fire and you push the mine cart and you get to watch the fire and embers come up as it rolls down into the mine. <laughs> it's a beautiful ceremony, so you've been. Oh, I'd like to. I don't think it would smell very nice. That's why you push the cart away from you. But you're you're in a mine. Can we all shut now? Be quiet. So what would you like me to do with a body? I just told you. You hold his head. You hold his feet. We're going to walk him ceremoniously to the graveyard. This is a man that I have known since I was a teenager. So let's treat him with a little bit of respect. Is it a problem if I already called off his head? Just Wait. bring it with us. <laughs> Marshall is pissed. <laughs> so, the group how, of you. How, how old is How old is Rizmi? She was, a she was a teenager just last year. He's whispering this to Rasheen. She was a teenager just last year. A few weeks ago, actually. <laughs> okay. She's known her longer than I have, What is Rez? What are, what are Rev book lifespans like in Pathfinder? Um, you know, it's never very specific, but he's in his 30s. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And so he's not like he's reached the ripe old age of seven and is about ready to retire. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's when you're eight. Okay. okay. Makes sense. He's so, an elder rat. So with uh, Resme's cloak draped over Burden's body and some direction to get Marshall and Drashik to carry this at least between them out of the town hall and around to the southern gate of Breach Hill to where the town's very small little cemetery is located just right outside the gates. Now, Miss Gardania follows you around to take him to the area and at least to lay his body down upon the grass in a clear spot. Uh, close to the entryway, close to the central walk, uh, around where some of the few previous counselors of the town had been laid to rest. And again, Breachill is not so old, so there's only really been a few generations that have gone through here, and really it is a remarkably tiny little, little cemetery. There are no ornate mausoleums or garish, massive statues. It is plain... Largely, almost unmarked graves with but a simple st- uh, bit of worked stone or even carved and inscribed piece of wood would be lame on the spaces uh, where burials had happened. As you take him and you lay him down, uh, Greta immediately kneels down next to her uh, his body. I'll kneel with her. Her hands up together, bowing her head down. Put her forehead on the points of her fingers. Silently. Leading no prayer, but uh, seemingly composing herself for a moment. And after about a minute of just silence... I wish it could have been another way. I do. But having seen the choices he made in the last few weeks, truth be told, I am not surprised it came to this. I'm so sorry you lost a childhood friend. I know what that is like. It is not the first time I've been faced with death, but... Certainly the first in such circumstances. I... I trust you and all of you that you have chosen to bring with you that you handled this as you could. I swear we did. I would not have taken his no, life have, if I had a choice. I have no doubt. It's me. I don't. Counselor, I... I don't mean to put this on you immediately after you've suffered this loss, but we need to take care of things. We need to explain this in a way so that people will understand. Will you convene the old council? Bring them back? Of course. I suppose the the best way to proceed is that we will, from here, gather the council call a town meeting, perhaps to be held perhaps this star day, or even tomorrow. This this cannot wait. I'll and cl- tomorrow is oath day, as perfect as any other. I'll clear the, we can clear the hall, make sure that there's no... We'll bring everyone in, we'll establish what we can, and 
we'll decide how best to go forward. But the the council back together. I suppose we can vote for a new head. And in time, a new member to bring us back to four. But I am, I am sorry that this fell to you. You and especially those of you who are new to our humble town of Preachill, who have had to arrive to such vile acts so soon. Well, in all fairness, we had a lot worse. We put down a tyrant on Liberty Day. One might say it was fated. The Scarlet Triad will likely attempt to do this again. I feel it is time, perhaps, that Breacho learned of this this triad. Uh, other than our sort of conversation, that's the first I've heard of them, really. I think it's perhaps time that Breach Hill, especially the council, had a fuller understanding of the rings and their implications for the town, and that we put some measures in place to defend what is likely to become a pressure point in this world. Well, we are fortunate that you seem to have Citadel Altarian so well under control. The, you have taken your ownership of this castle of Hell Knight Hill and Stride, and from what I've seen of the work, the teams that have spent weeks hauling stone and lumber up there, you've taken this stewardship quite seriously. And that Hell Knight of yours that you have hired to assist you, he is very... <sighs> Cute. We're talking over a dead body. We're <laughs> talking over Baltus's dead body here. Yeah, she gets a little carried away for a sec. And then she kind of goes, uh, yes, he's a very able uh, gentleman. Sorry. Oh, that? No. <laughs> Speaking of, perhaps would be a good idea to go let them know what happened. Oh, oh, all right. I've not seen them in a few days, in some time, actually. Has he been staying up at the castle? Oh, that he has. We um, were occupied. I know we've struggled to handle the stewardship of the Citadel in the past and its connection to Breach Hill, but really I see no reason that the Council need interfere in your affairs. Hell Knight Hill is miles from town and uh, by no means within its jurisdiction. And besides, the town offers you no aid. It provides you no direct service. Um, it's the most reasonable thing I've heard you say since we've met. Believe it or not, I I stood against levying any kind of taxes against the new land or requiring any sort of proper administration within Breach Hill. It was at Councillor Burton that insisted that it be handled as if it were a business of the town itself to keep Breach Hill within Breach Hill, as he said. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, we still do feel a great deal of loyalty that, to the town, so if there is something that we can do to help uh, defend you or provide you with our resources, you know we will. Well, perhaps, some are, if you wish, we could actually come to a bit of an agreement. Uh, perhaps the, uh, the Citadel's resources uh, could be um, 
exchanged in trade, or perhaps agreements can be made, or however. Don't forget about the beer. It's true. These are things we can freely discuss in coming time. Once the council has been reconvened and this chapter of our town's history is as forgotten, hopefully, as old Layman breached him himself. No, Layman breached him isn't forgotten at all. People see it talk about him. Who? Who? Who's that? Uh, that's his statue over there. Yes. You probably could see it from here, yeah. <laughs> Rachel's not particularly large. That is a Lord Lamb in Breachton, who is most definitely a human. Most definitely a human. It says it right there on the plaque. It sure. does. He was very insistent about <laughs> it, I hear. He was the founder of Breachill, of Breachton, so as it was known some generations prior. Verified human. <laughs> 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 All this stuff is Breachton blue check Blue check he took his 23 and me. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for watching. But, uh. Certified fresh. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me return to the lady whose friend was just killed. Oh. oh. But. You are the only ones who saw what happened at the town hall. The guards surely are confused and won't know how to handle this, but uh, I, I assume they had not already attempted to arrest you, that you can explain to them and figure out how to handle things going forward. It is better that you, Resme, uh, lead things at the town hall for now. I'll contact the rest of the counselors and I'll reach out to the townsfolk about convening in the meeting hall tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. Oh, all right. But that sounds reasonable, and perhaps we can make sure that in future, the guards know how to read. It would help matters. Well, oh, in in, in his defense, I don't know if there's much we could that we could really do for that. I mean, I suppose oh. we could sponsor the Chelyak program, but if their if their parents didn't teach them, I mean, it's not. We're going to have to talk about the generalized system of education in this town, but that's for later. Um, I don't understand but, how you would generalize what, education. I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, I think there's a lack of education. Well, of course, it's a lack of education. It's a small town. Oh, a small town can get. get well, do you, do you... He's a teacher. Oh, you're thinking of opening up a school, Master Az. Oh, the, there is an a empty school for just Anyone who wants to learn. Anyone just, who wants to learn. Like, like regular learning, like yeah. Well, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. These are these are common folk. How do they afford it? They would be free. Well, how are you going to keep your doors open? Completely with on money. donations. With money. With besides, money. seriously, with money. Besides, 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 besides. I learned in adventuring, you get a lot of money. But who would? I I don't know who would go to a, a school just for learning how to read. Well, it's not just. Like I'm going to point out the door, and just my hand just wave at oh, generally. it's not just, just bridge hill yeah <laughs> it's, put it's, a hips in the one it's not just it's not just reading not for me anyways when i teach about i teach it's all about cultural exchange you teach you teach people about other cultures outside of the town you're in and they get to see the vast wideness of the world without actually having to step out of their own gates except there is a gate and they can step into and out of it imagine well imagine. now wait a minute so let's not be going too crazy now what i'm saying is you're not gonna be having field trips going through alceta's ring why not 
<laughs> the we, kids we, signing we, permission to <laughs> <laughs> go through Dreamgate to Kentargo. It actually is not a bad idea. Would be good to set up a uh, trade route, teach a couple Besides, of individuals how to use it. Exactly. Traveling is dangerous. Traveling is very dangerous. I wouldn't recommend it at all. But it's also very profitable. It's extremely profitable. You know what else is but profitable? But you just said you're not charging any money for it. How is it profitable? It's profitable for the village, silly. They can trade things across large distances without having to go anywhere. Plus, learning how to speak different languages helps them interact with people from other regions. That might take a while. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is, we'll get there. Even as close to Breach as the nearby lumberyard, they have difficulty with, well, roving wolves or monsters of the... Allow me to take care of that. I can train your, you know, your puny guards to be in fit, fat, and shape. So, a school for reading and fighting? An academy, right? That's why you call those things. I, I, I get the distinct feeling that we actually don't have a solid plan in mind for this. Also, might I might point out that um, if you're going to train the guards on how to fight, and you're going to teach the town how to read, and you're going to take them on field trips... I'm not taking them anywhere. We are going to have to put off this little war we have on the Scarlet Triad, which may oh. or may not be a priority. You well, don't this, understand. I have. We have a this plan. This is true. This is for future. But now we deal with immediate always. problem. First lesson oh, yeah. of school is always have a future goal set in place. That way you have something to strive for. These I wouldn't know, but very well, I'll take your word for it. Are certainly all discussions that can be had later. And she puts a hand down on Burden's chest. Uh, for now, please, the guards certainly need direction back at the town hall and... Uh, I'll head that way. I need time to bury a friend. Would you care for an escort? Yes, it would be good if we... Leave Lady to her business. I know this may seem odd, but thank you, all of you, for ending this. Uh, you're welcome, although I feel odd saying it that way. This may be what needed to happen. And again, if Miss Carindale has anything to say with it, this is ordained by the stars or fate or whatever to make it hurt any less, but perhaps give small actions greater meaning. We'll, we'll leave you to your prayers, lady. Come along. Oh, right then. Oh, we must be careful. We know, wouldn't want to know that that poor little wizard that they went and hired. He might still be thinking his job is on after all. He's out in the woods somewhere, <laughs> looking yeah. for a bandit camp. He's, we sent him off towards... He sent him up to, like, Vaz's <laughs> <Yeah>. cave, <laughs> like, up to the north. Maybe some bandits moved in up there. Maybe, he could do maybe some good. there are bandits. There were bandits last time. House. There might be bandits now. It's been, like, six months. They respawn, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an instance dungeon. Um, Every time you go in, there's, there's new ones. So is the group of you uh, get up... And head back into Breachel. You're heading back to the town hall immediately. Mm-hmm. You'd again be faced with the guards who were there, clearly just sort of around. There's three of them now at the front entry to the town meeting hall that are just around the doorway, uh, and a decent amount of assorted townsfolk that have just kind of gathered around it. Whatever spectacle there is to see. It's Breach Hill and a thing is happening. That doesn't happen very often. 
Um, most of them you would recognize from not too far across the main channel through the center of Breach Shell from Paz Monument Circle, where the Bone Devil had teleported off to before he uh, blinked off somewhere else. And as the group of you approach, the crowd's attention pretty rapidly shifts from the guards to you. Ooh, and uh, ah. yeah. <laughs> you find yourself sort of behind a wall of very inquisitive, uh, mixed amounts of concerned townsfolk of Rachel. Um, I'll try to calm them down and uh, just let them know that the council, the now reinstituted council, will be calling a town hall tomorrow. And at that point, everything will be explained. But for now, there are dangerous things inside and they must be cleared out. Do you want oh, to? We'd actually need some help moving them. There you go. <laughs> you want to make me a diplomacy check, yeah. and if someone else wants to aid before she does that, you are yeah, more than welcome. Sure. Can can multiple people aid? And I guess if no, if you get a crit, it won't stack. But like, yeah, if someone gets a crit, you'll get the thirty-six. Oh, thirty-six crits. So, uh, what's your proficiency in diplomacy? <laughs> uh, diplomacy, I'm trained. So it's still just a plus. Uh, yeah, plus that's that's going one. to jail. That's two ones in a row. Uh, you have to reroll that. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it just cancels out mine. Yeah, it just kind of even, so... You know, you're just chilling. Roll a normal style. Well, I'm gonna re-roll that. <laughs> strange lizard man talking well, to the townsfolk. Kind well, of freaks him out that. a little bit. I'm gonna go inside and uh, move Thank the you, uh, remains of the... Uh, you can try and just, like, push through double. this crowd here. Let's kind of get your... Because it's, like, forming... A, it is obstructive. Marshall doesn't care. Okay. You roll me athletics real quick. I am... Positive, you're fine. Okay. With a very oh, spinny gun. Wow, oh, look wow. at it go. Look, look at, it, at go. it go. Oh, yeah. So okay. with the fun. athletics, that's a 23 plus 13. Yeah, you are. You easily, like, the crowd does not I, I, even slow they're you. They're just staring at me. I'm like, anyone who is in you your, move or I eat you. In your way of first, <laughs> the waters are parted by Marshall's inexorable stride. Uh, that's going to be a 41. Oh, with a 41, you have no real difficulty, uh, Dealing with some of the concerns and convincing them that uh, this is, it's odd, but it's no major worry for now and making your way. But the, getting the group, between the two of you, uh, you can get the group you back in the town hall fairly easily. Um, Pandarus would follow you in. Spirit still in hand as he's still clearly a little bit on edge. So... Miss, uh, and he just kind of falls in behind you as you're, you're walking in the tunnel. Miss, uh, Miss Resme, what, uh, what, just what? I'll tell him exactly what happened. Uh, I will explain to him that we approached Councilor Burton and we wanted an explanation for why he had decided that we were suddenly his enemies and he decided to make up all these lies about us. And he told us very honestly that he was in league with the Chelish Empire and he didn't particularly care if we were his enemies or not. And he just wanted power and money and he wanted influence and he was going to do whatever it took to get it. Oh, okay, but I, that, that's a lot, of, a lot of words. I don't understand. He's already the he already was the, the only counselor left in Breach Hill. I mean, what more power could there possibly be to get? Magic. <sighs> or possibly cash. Gold. Whatever the Chelish apparently the Chelish went and gave him the backing of those devils. 
which he was able to summon to his he aid. He looks over that they have not touched it. The bone devil is still just dead. Oh, no. What, what they the see stage. is Marshall going, ah, it's still big fun of the door. He starts just hacking it up into small yeah, It is pretty much just bones, so you can it's, pretty easily oh, hit it and shatter it just, like, apart. Snap it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a big skeleton monster um, thing. Marshall, so. would you like me to just take care of that? No, no, no. Let me have me fun with this. Yes, yes. We have a lot to do. We'll just pile it out outside. We'll take care of it later. He just starts right. dragging it. All right, <laughs> but, but so, um, and as you get up to the, the stage where the, the the scene everything is, it kind of points over the desk to the crater where Baltus is once lain, and there's no sign of this armor or this wording that he uh, cast upon himself. However, there is still the small little hilt of the sword that he had drawn. The flaming uh, sword? Yeah, still laying on the ground near the giant crater. Uh, it looks like the guards have looked through some stuff a little bit. Some papers and things are kind of moved around. Uh, so, what is that? Uh, we tried to pick it up and it exploded. Don't, don't touch it. <laughs> well, we didn't pick it up. That's why we're all outside, though. <laughs> uh, I'll attempt to identify it. Alrighty. So, she who cannot fail to, cannot critically fail to identify things. That is the most middle of nowhere town guard thing I've ever heard. We tried to pick it up and it exploded, so we decided we weren't going to touch it. <laughs> so we, just went, we just went outside. Uh, it's going to be a 27. Oh, um, unless it has a transmutation or uh, um, uh, what's the other one I get? Abjuration. Abjuration. It does not know. Okay, then it's just a 27. So the 27, as you peer into the aura of this, you detect magic showing this glowing blue flare. Uh, lighting up so brightly, it's almost like a torch just from the emanation of the evocation aura across it. Uh, it is, again, an incredibly powerful uh, magical asset here. Uh, you saw Baltus wield it as a sword, but whether that's all it's capable of, uh, or if there is still more, or even how it is used, is unclear to you. It is a very powerful object. Can, can, um, can, can I look at it? Sure. Uh, mm. Yeah. So Raz is going to take... Do you have quick identifiers or take you 10 minutes? It takes me 10 minutes, so I'm just going to... All right, what skill are you using? Occultism plus 22. Well, he sits down and starts going over this sword, which I suppose I will roll in a moment. Uh, Pandarus looking at him sitting down with that. Uh, how come it don't explode when he touches it? Mm, is it like a rat thing? That... that that, that's rude, sir. It probably explodes because it's a human thing, isn't it? But no, it doesn't explode because I know what I'm doing. Well, I, just, I don't mean no offense. It's just that when, uh, when we touch it, it blew up. And when you touch it with your little rat hands, nothing happens. I... Well, that is also when Horezme touch did not go boom. Well, I imagine she's probably like magic to take. Uh, yeah, she's got to touch it a little bit. But like, well, yeah, but she like knows she's all is he, magic. Is he wearing sword. a hat or anything or anything on him that can just fall off? Uh, it does not have a hat on. No, he's got like a little, little badge. I got guess. Got a mage that's... hand, the badge to fall off. <laughs> well, I don't feel like that's necessary. <laughs> so Mar as this is going on, Marshall comes back in. He's like, "Hey guys, check out my hat. I'm wearing the skull. The thing has a hat. <laughs> it actually fits him quite well. It is a large sized skull, so it is going to be pretty huge on you. But yeah, I guess large sized skull you could put over a medium sized skull relatively well." And also, 
he takes the bat wings from the thing and he goes, I am the knight. <laughs> let me, hold on, let me find it real quick. Let me, <laughs> let me grab its art. Because I know its skull is kind of neat looking. I've got a big art thing for it. Don't ask why Marshall has the wings. He just has them because he can. Oh, he can think it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't have it on this one. Oh, we don't? Because oh, it is pretty cool. Yeah, we need to send did you, you have the token? That's what I'm looking for. I can, the I, can, token, I can token right? you, but uh, I can't. Squid's the token should be fine. Yeah, I can't get the full big art, just the token. Oh, oh no, I do. I do. Hey. Hacker man. He might, oh, he might actually be, let me put it up here. There we go. Hey. A little bit yeah. big to fit in the sharing thing I can put on the actual stream. But hey, there's his skull. He even uh, his skull is interesting because his bottom jaw is segmented into two pieces. Yeah, so it kind of like hangs out right here. And it also has like two outer, almost blade-like extensions of bone coming out from the joint. And yeah. the top of its skull has a bunch of almost spine-like thin protrusion sticking up that almost looks like a crown. Yeah, that makes a badass so battle helm. That would actually be a freaking work, fantastic yeah. helmet. That would be a super cool-looking so, helmet for sure. So Marshall's like, what do you think? Should I keep it? Oh, 100%. He has to keep it. If you, you look down, you see King. <laughs> and he has the red beard coming off the bottom. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I you will uh, fish in actual strips so you can wear it. Yay! You all are so interesting. <laughs> Who wants to keep the bat wings? I kept the bat wings. Uh, well, hey, help me with the broken tail. We'll throw that outside next. Okay. Uh, what do we do with all of? Well, oh, we'll take I, care of it. I'm going to look, start looking through all of his stuff to see if I can figure out what he was on about. <laughs> what Burton was on yeah. about? What's all this then? <laughs> What's all this then? Step in time. So you have plenty of time here uh, with... Uh, Approximately 10 minutes. Approximately. Yeah, well, while he's working on this, to look through a bunch of the things that he has. And you yeah. can find uh, between his spell book, or spell notes more than a book, uh, with a bunch of focus on conjuration and uh, the designs that he had pulled together from various tomes that he'd sourced to try and make this devil summoning circle. Um, while I roll this here, you said 22 was your occultism? Uh, yes. You, uh, can also roll me an arcana check. Sure. And you can just roll it. You can't critically fail things. Six. Uh, it is, but I did forget before that I do have the eye of the wise, so it's an eight, so yeah. 30. With a 30, uh, you can tell a couple of things that are interesting about whatever he was after. This this missive from Chelyax clearly drove a lot of his decisions, at least initially. Uh, but what's contained in this correspondence really only would have put him at odds with the group of you. Uh, and would have certainly grown some interest in Hell Knight Hill and also his ring. It wouldn't have led to anything about the dissolving of the council or restructuring. Or, or there's nothing about that in this Chellish contact. There's no reason you can find he would have done that. Uh, what you can find about that, that particular pursuit of power and everything, actually seems, uh, from his notes, to have been directed by the Bone Devil itself. Oh. Mm. Gotcha. You also note, with a 30 on your Arcana check, that everything he's put together here, he is clearly a pretty competent wizard, but 
while conjuration magics are something of a specialty and a focus of his, summoning something like that is complex. It's not a, a one-size-fits-all sort of spell. Uh, the summon that he tried to put together, he believed was not just to pull a bone devil from the depths of hell randomly, but to pull reinforcement. Uh, it's something that would have required a sender on the other end from Cheliax, or it wouldn't have functioned. So he never actually got anything sent to him. The bone devil just was like... Wait, there was a bone devil in the gate, so the bone devil couldn't leave because it didn't get banished, so it literally just came out, found Burton, went, this guy looks like an idiot. I bet I can manipulate him. From what you can put together from Burton's notes, it really does seem like though the Scarlet Triad <laughs> message was a catalyst. Most of... Uh, Breachill's woes recently have been the bone devil <laughs> <laughs> trying to exploit and take advantage of the situation. Wow. His How notes. Exploit this man. His his notes on this circle for as lulls. he's writing it together were calling out for uh, reinforcement of a devil from Cheliax, and he seems, according to his notes, that he was successful. Though, what you can see, there's no way this could have worked if there wasn't a conjurer on the other end to send him a devil. And yet, this bone devil literally walked out of Dreamgate, so... I, I will give both of them a good laugh and tell them exactly what happened. <coughs> you know, it's, it's funny, I suppose. It's also a bit sad because I think caused an awful lot of trouble and it's still out there. If it comes back to Breezeville... It still got away. It still got away. He's the one that got away. It's kind of like when me and my cousin wrestled ourselves the first bear in the forest. <laughs> that was a good time. Did the bear get away? Oh, no. It uh, left lots of droppings all over me uncle's shoes. It was great. <laughs> I suppose there's some parallels to be drawn. Are... I, I really don't see them. I... Is a creepy situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rez, <laughs> as you spend ten minutes going over this small blade... Uh, you learn some interesting things. This small black handle is near scorched, the outside of it uh, burned black. The handle itself crafted of, uh, of actual brass. And it's a fairly ornately designed, though simplistic, little hilt and pommel uh, for a sword. The magic inside this thing can be activated without any application of magic yourself. It's purely mechanical. It's, it's actually just almost a flick that turns it on by anyone that knows how to do it, which extends this uh, flaming blade, materializing it a few feet beyond the hilt itself into a pretty serviceable longsword. Uh, though one crafted of fire, it's still solid. Uh, it still will swing, strike, and slash like a traditional blade while it is uh, out of its case. And an incredibly powerful one at that. Uh, a plus two greater striking flaming longsword is about what this is going to swing as. Whoa. For general comparison of power. The blade can be flicked again to increase the intensity of the flames uh, to cause it to shed enough light to illuminate a room uh, just from the flaming blade itself, rather, because otherwise the, the light really does not actually escape much further than the blade itself. Beyond that, 
with another simple mechanical motion and a command word that you're able to draw out of the blade, you can thrust forward with the blade extended as two actions to launch the flames forward to a target within around 30 feet or so uh, in a very similar fashion to a 7th level produced flame cantrip. Though it would use your melee attack modifier as you are literally lashing it out of the blade. That is so freaking cool. Hey, as, wow. as Raz is um, going over, he's already like produced numerous scraps of paper and he just... Or she, right here, right here. Actually, image, diagram, 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 diagram. Eh? Everything here. Blade, hilt, you do this. And it flicks flame. The roof's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not a once per day effect. You can <clears throat> flick that fireball as many times as you want. You basically have the produce flame cantrip at seventh level while you're wielding the sword. Roshi, so this, this is perfect so this, for you. This, says the, uh, this is a poem called The Owl and the Pussycat. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good little for kids. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The diagram you've driven. Yes, 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 yes. What what is a runcible spoon? Oh, don't even worry about it. It's lovely. Oh, a pea green boat. I do so love it. Oh, sorry. But no, 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 this, the diagram. I see what you're doing about. But no, as no, this no, goes th on, I just look at you. I'm like, oh, it looks like they can use a hand. Holds up a hand from the bone devil to. Drushik. How many pieces of that have you put in your pockets? <laughs> Listen. I, I helped kill it so I get to keep it. I mean, I'm not to argue anything. I'm just surprised is all. <laughs> Darling, he hasn't eaten it. Be grateful. You know, perhaps no. this is a good argument against but, 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 teaching but. people how to read. He slaps you with the bone devil hand. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs your hand down, opens it up, puts it, closes it. I agree. That sword has your name all over it. Oh, I don't know oh, about wait, that. Actually, he takes it back, pulls hey. out a piece of chalk, Roshin. Well, now wait a minute, wait a minute. You, I mean, you I have, have a big flaming axe, yeah. you have a have big flaming sword. It's very easy. Age of Ashes. <laughs> We're doing it. Age of Produce Flame. <laughs> what is this, the third Produce Flame casting item we found in the adventure? See, 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 look, isn't it awesome? Now you have a cool flamey thing. Greater Striking's a hell of a drug. It's, What's that, I mean, 3d8 nice. plus d6 flaming just on the dice? Mm -hmm. It's pretty nice. And let's face it, he doesn't need to hit harder. Now, you, my dear, yeah, those, it's a one harder. Those are not, too, yeah. like, runes you can take off it. That's just part of the enchanted blade. So you can't, yeah. like, take the, the Greater Striking rune off of that and put it somewhere else. That's like a use it or you don't. Uh, but as part of Raz's assessment, obviously, as you can tell, this is a pretty powerful and rather expensive blade. <laughs> Rather Expensive, than have this, you say. yeah. Rather than have this, <laughs> while interesting, not super fitting item, you could just turn it into a pile of gold that becomes multiple greater striking runes. I don't know. Someone with the resources of Salsar Todd might pay almost fifteen hundred gold for something like this. Fifteen hundred? Hmm. Well, why don't you hold on to it until we have somebody with a lot of deep pockets and almost no sense of monetary self-preservation, and we'll go foist it <laughs> off on them. <laughs> it does not lose value by being wielded. So, good point. Trusik, the scale, the scale. Let's check the scale. <laughs> Get the scale. You put it on the scale. It's very interesting. The scale. And this thing slides pretty heftily to one side, having to translate into platinum pieces, uh, ending oh up my. just a ways below the three hundred mark. Well, now, that's certainly something to be considered. You all are so mercenary sometimes, but I love all of you. In, 
Is we prefer a... the term sell sword because <laughs> we're going to sell the sword. Is a good concealed weapon, too. Oh, it is a good concealed weapon. You know, Very if ever you needed so. to use it. It is just a handle. Is the yeah. balance a bit too off for you? I know you tend to do a bit more of a close-in style. Speaking of which, what are we going to call it? That's just actually quite true. I, I do not need... Oh, that's very nice. I didn't think of that. You guys are idiots. What, what are we going to call this? Yes. What's it's Let's handle? Let's call it Flick. Let's call it... Uh... <laughs> it's actually really good. Actually, I don't, I don't know. I like that. It's actually great. See? You yep. just do it. Flick on. Flick off. <laughs> Done. Done. Flick. I can't guess... imagine Marshall's even have the sword. He's just pantomiming. just like JP is. Flick on. <laughs> <laughs> Click off. You know what? I'll get she it was making sound effects earlier. It's only fair. I'll get it engraved. It'll be perfect. <laughs> In big awkward letters on the hilt, flick. I don't have any crafting, so yeah, it's gonna look pretty awkward. You said Marshall uh, to get it engraved. It's just as F L E K. <laughs> flick. Hold on. Let's do a crafting check. Right, so. Uh. 24. Probably I mean, looks can, reasonable. Yeah, you yeah. can engrave it pretty The well. letters are even even. The R's back. The engraving ability is not what we're concerned with here. What? <laughs> Make me a literacy track. What's not the wait, skill of the Why engraving? is the R in flick backwards? <laughs> what? I thought Have a... you not noticed all of Marshall's <laughs> handwriting skills? The R is always backwards. In flick? Yes. I thought There's he was no like... <laughs> oh. I you thought forgot it was like to put a the line. You forgot to put the line on top of the K. Was it like a dwarven, like... I thought it was like a dwarven dialect or something. Oh my god, I please stop them from talking. <laughs> Should I roll an intelligence check or something? I don't think literacy? you need to. I think we're good there. Uh, I will continue my way through uh, trying to clean up this mess. Uh, but otherwise, there doesn't seem to be... Uh, much else to this, really. Clearly, he got this missive from the Scarlet Triad posing as Cheliax, trying to turn him against you. It doesn't even seem like this... That intention wasn't kill the heroes of Breach Hill. That's yeah. not even what it was going after initially. It was just deal with them, take Citadel Altarian, and secure the, the Alcida's Ring. It does right. mention Alcida's Ring, and it would have told him... I, I think you guys had told the council about it already anyway. Briefly, yeah. Um, it would have got information on that, and everything afterwards that made it spiral so far was the cause of the Bone Devil. Uh, this missive, this this Chellish note had actually arrived nearly a month, uh, over a month prior, and it was only in the last few weeks that Baltus had gone so far off of the rails under the influence of this devil. Okay. Um, so I guess once we know that, um, I'll try to explain it to them, but otherwise I'm just going to leave it to the council to explain uh, the next day. And I suppose we should go back to Citadel Altarian and find out what happened with that other Hell Knight and Tyrannus. That makes sense. We said he was going to wait up there for us, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. It is at this point uh, rather early in the day, uh, just a bit before noon. Uh, you could make the journey either out through the trails or through the tunnel coming out of the pig's ear up to Citadel Altarian. We should take the tunnels. We don't have to run into uh, what's-his-face on the way back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He'll be coming back to a brand new government. It'll be very confusing. Best it's going to have a really, really confusing day. Well, the group of you then would head on up to Citadel Altarian, uh, making your way up to meet once more with Tyrannus and Lord Solomar. Somewhat early in the afternoon. This picture is so tiny. I'm going to make it so big to fit this little window. There we go. But as you come back up, they 
would both be waiting in the antechamber behind the first uh, main gate, uh, where it looks like Solomar has quite literally been putting Tyrannus through some drills. <laughs> and uh, as the door opens, you see Tyrannus's eyes flick for a brief moment to the group of you at the door, but does not break his concentration as he continues standing well at attention. Uh, but Solomar turns to the group of you. Like Tyrannus. That's enough for now, then. You seem to have retained your skills quite well, Horde. Dismissed. Would immediately relax his position. Oh, thank you. Well, it has been a day. It, yes. What, what has happened? Uh, I hate telling this story, but she'll tell the story again. As you catch him in up on things, and Tyrannus sort of nods along, having been familiar with uh, of course, who Breachton was, but not really knowing a whole lot more beyond that. Solomar would be the one seeming to listen more intently to this, nodding along, still in much of his plate, uh, but again, just seeming free of the helmet. Very well. Seems that at least the advice I had given you was considered. And... In the end, was the simplest and most direct course of action. So this head counselor Burton no longer poses a threat to you, us, or the people of Breach Hill. No. Just so. You have done well. A mission well accomplished indeed. Um, I tried finding your wife, but I'm not sure where she's gone to. Um, but it should be clear enough for you to go down and visit if you'd like. He has a bit of a smirk. It's not surprising. I'm sure that given the situation and my extended disappearance without any contact, she certainly would have caught on that something has gone wrong and gone to ground. Oh, she must be very skilled to have eluded my skillful investigations. I would like to believe that she has learned something over our years together. I should love to invite her for tea and get to know her better. I don't believe you've been in introduced at all. He stands up from the... Uh, Simple wooden stool he seems to have brought in here from somewhere else in the Citadel. Kind of stretching out, clearly taking him a, a bit of effort to go from sitting to standing. He is visibly quite old. I did not seem to slow him down in battle at all. Well then, if the town is safe, there seems plenty of sunlight to make the journey back. And uh, I assume as you have come from within, there is... Uh, this tunnel is much shorter than the overland passage. Oh, much. Significantly easier. You do come out at a bit of a seedy bar, though, so try not to be too judgmental of your surroundings. Far from the first I'll have been on, unfortunately. Very well. If there's nothing less to, left to attend to in the Citadel at this moment. Uh, there, There isn't. Perhaps we could go to town. I'll follow your lead. You sure are doing a lot of walking. Tyrannus. <clears throat> And, uh, thank, thank you so much for attending to the Citadel so well since we've been gone. We have the rest of the funds now for us to be able to finish it appropriately. Oh, well, that, that is great news. Uh, the vaults look much better than they were when I first arrived here. I assume that you have put great expense into having some repaired. Yes, and uh, we'll need some furnishings too, I should think. Uh, we will want to sleep here and work here eventually. Well, there's plenty of chairs within the Citadel, if you don't mind the three-leggedness. 
We should have some four-legged chairs. I believe balance is necessary in such things. Thank you for... Well... Dealing with all of this... Mind control... Magical nonsense. I've never been one for magic. It's alright. I've, uh... I've always had a talent for it. Innate, you might say. And, uh... I'm uh, happy to have been of service. Oh, and I apologize for not, I suppose, informing you that I had petitioned Lord Solomar for assistance here, but I did not know exactly how to contact you. Truth be told, I was thinking, hoping, rather, that the magic you would use to speak in my mind once, uh, there was some way to still utilize that, because it seemed you got my response. But, uh, alas, no amount of sinking very hard seems to get a message through. <laughs> we shall have to come up with something more formal than that. Perhaps we'll just do regular checkups uh, next time. It might actually make things for a bit better. Um, although you can only get a few words across before the magic runs out, so uh, we'd best keep it brief. Wait, so you can only get a few words? Like, how many is a few words? Well, roughly a few sentences. Uh, I think there's actually a hard limit to it. So, so did you not hear anything that I told you when you contacted me the last time? I heard the first 25 words or so. You get the point across. Unless you made some new points if you kept talking. How long did you talk for? <laughs> were you talking for like hours? I thought you were ignoring me. <laughs> I did. I don't you know how it works. You didn't tell him how it worked? If I take the time to explain how it works, the magic is used up at that point. But then he would know how it worked going forward. Well, now, you, now you think this? I didn't have a lot of resources at the time. We were very busy. And if we ever going to use these magical discussion methods, then perhaps we should discuss better how they work beforehand. Oh, goodness gracious. But you know how it works now, so wait, what's the problem? Wait, hold on a moment, Tyrannis. Take this gem and hold it, please. Now, think in your head. You are very beautiful. Just think those words. Yes, is isn't <laughs> is a magic item for communication. Watch what happens. Just think it. You hear him thinking something. <laughs> it's uh, not that so much. But uh, I'll think back at him. Hi. You know, being in my head is very strange. Oh, gosh, I hope he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> this magic item is That's, very interesting. It could be a very powerful tool. Uh, is give it back, give it back, give it back. <laughs> <laughs> Much simpler form of the magic. Is it? It's, it's not limited by uh, message length. The only... how is words? How it is divided? How does the magic? What if we were to use a different language, like Infernal, where words carry just, so much further meaning? I just go up to him and pat him on the shoulder, like uh, don't. Don't worry about it. Come on, let's just get the drink and get going. That's a that's a that's a long lecture. Are you sure you want to sit down for this one? No, I do not. That's uh, probably smart. That's probably for the best. I never... And who is this again? Uh, his name is Raz. Hi, I'm Raz. Raz, that's my name. So... He's quite knowledgeable and capable. He actually was. Uh... This is King Mataz. <laughs> King Mataz, the one in charge. King I'm in Mataz charge. is of his Raz. boss. I'm in charge. Lord, not if you ask him. He's in charge of the rats. I'm oh, not a rat. Wow. I'm not a rat. I get the feeling you're trying to define yourself out of actually having to be one of his subjects. Are you sulking again? I'm not a rat. He's not sulking, he's just sulky. They're close. Oh, I actually had thought he was saying that the oh. whole time. <laughs> sulky. Yes, I know, you're sulking. You're sulky. 
Yosoki. Yosoki. I just take out so... my drinking horn and hand it to Tyrannus. I would... <laughs> he likes to learn Solomar and looks back to you and hey. just not just shakes hey. his head very slightly. Rasheen, Rasheen. Eh? Are those two a thing? Oh, I'd like to be. You know she called you cute, right? <laughs> that, Lord Solomar. <laughs> <laughs> She's super, super, super into you. Very much so, yes. And Tyrannus just like eyes wide as he's walking forward. He, um, face turning about as red as Hell Knight had played. <laughs> Waiting you know, to drink in his face some more. We can have a chaperone. <laughs> he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Tyrannus? Let's talk about what else we could do to pretty the place up a bit. And I'll Tyrannus. kind of lead him away, maybe marshal on you one have side. A Just for a <laughs> yeah, You only got so much Oh, away gosh. Here. Where, 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 yeah, that's Tyrannus true. may have to roll fortitude save. <laughs> I, he's not much of a drinker. <laughs> he does it all. He's, he's all right. He does all right. Okay. It hits him pretty hard, but he does all right. So it'll be mid-afternoon by the time you make your way back into town, a journey to Citadel Altarian and back. The Hell Knights caught up on their business. Uh, Lord Solomar, near immediately excusing himself once you've left the Pig's Ear Tavern, thanking you uh, for the direction of the tunnel. And apparently something that Tyrannus had never directed him to on their <laughs> travels. Uh, for whatever reason, seemingly Solomar preferred to do uh, Solmar Tyrannus seemed to uh, prefer Overland because he was unaware of it until you brought him down there. It occurs to me, why don't we put on a lock on a door or something in there? It just make make it rather difficult in case agents do come into town and discover the, the passage right past all of our walls and defenses. We, we should do that, indeed. Um, and while we were walking, um, we would have given him kind of the outline of what we wanted him to do with the Citadel and the funds necessary to right. do it. So you were... Uh... You're not even going to go back to Coldbrand. You're just going to be like, Tyrannus, you want to be a steward? Here's a sack of money. Yep. Get our castle fixed. Get our please, castle fixed, you. please. Thank you. So, uh, all right, fair enough. Uh, he's going to be able to pretty quickly determine through your contracts with uh, Crag that's going to take like 160 gold, probably. Because well, you've repaired all the walls, you've repaired the stairs, you've cleaned the place up. Um, you need the battlements repaired and you need the courtyard repaired. Mm hmm. And then probably, like, if you wanted furnished or whatnot, I have to find a woodworker for that. Yep. Tyrannus would have to find that a woodworker. <laughs> Delegation. Delegation. Here's our problem. We I mean, have more uh, Scarlet Triad to go deal with. I'm not doing this crap. You handle it for me. We'll, we'll find a Wayne, right? Stay at home, Hell Knight. <sighs> would you please not? <laughs> I'm trying to build upon this here. Anyway. Why? Fingers on the surface of my mind. <laughs> These jokes are really against the grain. Uh, <laughs> it gets worse the longer we go. Really whittling away at our patience. I've got a knot in my forehead now. <laughs> I just feel so alone. A numbness inside me. That's how we feel. Like the darkness hey. growing. I'm pretty sure that's diarrhea. <laughs> Could have been from dinner last night. There was a lot of it. So much meat. <laughs> As you are making your way through town, it would probably take you uh, much of the rest of the afternoon with Tyrannus, because he's not terribly familiar with Breachel. Organizing things, obviously he needs an introduction to Craig Coldbrand to use your contacts to uh, you know, help the man whose life he saved repair the, ca the castle much cheaper and not going to Burton Bros. And uh, at some point as you were leaving the 
local Wainwrights or a stonemason shop near the southern end of town, uh, making your way back up in the town proper, uh, probably having stopped by Breach Creek Lumber, uh, which is very close to the southern wall, which is always a bit of an odd visit ever <laughs> since uh, Esphys, uh, because he was... He was worked pretty closely with them on a lot of a lot of occasions, and it was kind of him and Buddy's go-to was helping Nereen run things there. Uh, but they have a carpenter on staff because Breach Creek, Breach Creek Lumber, attached to the side, has a carpentry workshop uh, run by a different person that could help definitely help oversee the repair of what's repairable and the manufacture of what needs replaced, as far as furniture is concerned, uh, within Citadel Altarian. But Leaving that, you hear a voice that you recognize, you, and nobody else, maybe you, a little, recognize, calling out to you from the southern, uh, southern gate, Resume! Resume! Hi! Uh, I, I would recognize the accent, not the voice. You would turn and see Nikita a pair of other Ekajai and Renali all with her. Uh, carrying between them some fairly loaded packs and uh, what appears to be a wagon that they hired at some point, just being pulled by a very plain looking ox. Uh, an open just cart, really, that they clearly have acquired somewhere along the way. Big you, smile on Nikita's you're face. You're Breach Hill! You gave us the map? Of course! We're so happy to see you, though. I only apologize that it took us so long. Well, you had to travel we, halfway around the world. Well, half, uh, if that is half of the world, then the full expanse of the planes in any direction are near infinite as far as I am concerned. Oh, it's so good to see you. I am not as traveled as Xerxes, even though... I have taken his role. <sighs> this? Well, this is what very convenient. The, and you still have Trishik, you are... But she kind of stops for a second. It is good to see the group of you. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to introduce us or should oh, I just stand oh, here staring I'm at her? I'm so sorry. Um, this is uh, my best friend in the whole world, Rasheen. Oh my goodness. Um, and uh, this is Marshall. Um, Yo. He is very strong, a little socially awkward, but with a big heart. And uh, this is our new friend, Raz. Hey, I'm Raz. Raz, Raz, Raz. That's his boss, King Mataz. This is King Mataz. And I'm his of, boss. The three of you who don't recognize her and character, and the two of you who don't recognize her as the players, uh, would see four uh, very tall, even for an elf, uh, very dark-skinned elves, clearly of an incredibly different culture uh, than Breachel or Kintargo or anything else. Uh, the one in the front is smiling, talking with Resme like they're long friends, has a massive design of white face paint across her eyes, enhanced with small markings around her jawline, the top of her forehead, wearing a bunch of interesting, extravagant pieces of majoritively brass uh, or even wooden jewelry that, that hang around her neck and on her shoulders in large layers, uh, holding her hair back in a huge variety of woven braids. And she would hold both hands up, palms out to the group of you, and then turn them down in, the, in a, a quick gesture. 
Uh, I'm Nikita, envoy of the Leopard Clan. The Ekojai peoples. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We've heard stories. It is... It is good to see you still carrying on, Resme. I, um, don't really have a choice. It would be difficult for her to come across bad times with me guarding her. It's true. He's been indispensable. You have clearly continued to perform very well in Fushik. Uh, unsurprising, I suppose, based on the stories of you know, what happened back in the Mongi Expanse. Oh, it's gotten so much more complicated since then. But this is near perfect timing. We arrived almost exactly as we meant to, uh, nearing the solstice. And it is good to see you all here. I had worried that when we arrived, you would be... Well, off on some grand adventure somewhere else through these gates. Wherever yeah. Hunter's Gate led on the far side. A number couple more days, we probably would have been. Well, we've managed to almost get ourselves killed yet again, uh, fighting this menace that sort of has a name now, but we're really still not sure who they are, the Scarlet Triad. They're less and less as we run into them. It's true, we have been killing does an Nikita awful lot. Does Nikita literally know anything about the Scarlet Triad? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think she does no, at all. The name. I think the she name, has zero maybe. knowledge of the Scarlet Triad, yeah. Because yeah. we barely she knew barely the Scarlet even understood. Triad. Like, she didn't even really know their connection to Sindri Claus at this point. Like, we she knows, didn't know their she knows, connection. Yeah, you, the last time you met, you didn't know. She knows nothing of the Scarlet Triad. We knew that there was a force backing the Cinder Claus. The Cinder Claus, and, and the, the name. of name. That's all she but knows. But that's it. Um... She would kind of let her in on the fact that this is way bigger than they thought and that they're apparently using these gates to try to do something. We quite haven't really figured it out yet, but we're getting there. Renali uh, steps forward to this soul. I'll give Renali a big hug. <laughs> hug you as well. <laughs> so you have, you have gone forward chasing uh, those who... Brought the cinder claws to us. And you have fought them. And yes. We are continuing to. They keep killing our friends, so we keep chasing them. They saved me from them. That we did. The resume has saved many from cinder claws. Resume yes. will blush. They saved me and they seen Kate. <clears throat> me as well. I'm gonna get really close and just hand up. I like that. And she would just also stick. She wouldn't put her hand to her hand. She would just like do kind of the same thing that you're doing. And stick her hand towards you. Grab her hand. That means we're connected by Resme. We're friends now. <laughs> friend of Resme is friend of mine. Yes. Oh. Um. Well, yes. Raz is wonderful, and Renali is the best tracker and she knows more about the forest than anyone I've ever met in my entire life, actually. Nerali turns to Nikita. You told me of uh, of uh, man towns and building of stone, but so odd. And uh, Have you talked to any of the people of Breach Hill yet? And uh, <laughs> Nikita just kind of shakes her head. We had just made it through the gates. Your timing was perfect. You were the first people we met other oh. than guard. Oh, that's good. I'm sure but there's going to be some translation needed. It is impressive to see. It is the first time that, although the Envoy of the Leopard Clan is my title, 
This is the first Sensarxis that one of us has left, really. I have not seen these human settlements myself, and you have such... And she just, like, she seems... Well, she's looking back at the gateway itself, and there's not, like, a physical gate you could close. It's just, like, a gap in the walls that is a guard kind of standing by who's definitely still watching. <laughs> and as soon as they, they look in your direction, he immediately turns back around. <laughs> and like he's just doing his business. Do you have these big piled stones around all of buildings in lieu of b building off of the ground? Is it, is it easier to stack so many rocks around the entirety of your village? Well, if men couldn't lift rocks and put them in places and show how strong they were, how in the world would we have any use for them? I mean, uh, you could live in a mountain like me. The difference comes from a quality of lumber. There is much good stone. Your trees are so, so small. They are like children. But to make up for the difference, you put stone together. Gives you stable uh, housing. So, I, I have read of it, but it is so, so different to see in person. So it's probably not too terribly different. I mean, you're talking about towns made in jungle trees everywhere. I imagine you have a wooden palisade around your place. If, if, if why would we need palisade? They well, build up palisade in... is wall like stacked stones. They, Correct, but made for... out of, made out of wood, which I have lots of. There's a village, not a castle. Oh, you live in a tree. Oh, you live in a tree. They live the so far village up. above ground. No need to worry about the dangers of the jungle floor. Of course, of course. That makes perfect sense now. Yes, or. but the wall here, you see, there's no trees big enough to build here. So you either build inside a mountain or you hack little pieces out of the mountain and you build a little, a little wall out of that to keep the dangerous things out of your town. Can they not sing the trees? No. Then how do, Did you say sing? Built they are. By what? Axis. How do you get them into this shape? Oh, that like is... This. Yeah, I just bash your stone. He just breaks something <laughs> on the side of the road. Marshall, someone worked hard on that. I, I licked the stones back and used it as my as glue to put it back together. I'm fixing it, see? Every is that bit, a dwarven thing? Does that work? Every bit no, of these, these walls and pillars and fences you had to, to beat into shape? Raz just pulls out a piece of paper with a little, like, step-by-step -step baby's first instruction on how to carve stone. <laughs> it's masonry 101. It must take so long. Very long. Painstaking. Well, it, it is the village, labor of love. The villages we have traveled through with, with towers as high as the sky. I cannot imagine the time it must take to stack so many stones if you must first beat them into shape. Well, a lot of if people you happen to have access to magic, and I'll uh, walk over to the wall and run my claws along it and mar the surface, you can sometimes I'd... cut stone into shape. Is this what we're doing? Yeah, both vandals. <laughs> what is destroying? What is destroying property? Like, is he, like, the guard at the gate would also just... just like yell at you. Oh, you're one to talk, Mister Riffin Page is out of books. Oh, stop! She'll tap her um her staff uh, against <laughs> the wall and mutter a couple of words, and the wall will smooth out. Okay, and so it's not. Do 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 can still shape. Of course. With the words as we do the trees. Yes. But not just, everyone. I. You just need access to the appropriate magic. Well, the good news is on our on our journey <laughs> here, I have had much practice now at contact with the the human, uh, the mares and the barons. I have learned and will not embarrass myself as I had prior. <laughs> 
I think oh, I'm going to embarrass myself. That's 100% guaranteed. I think it's hard oh, to. My bad. Hard, <laughs> I think it's it's hard to embarrass yourself in this town. And they're they're there, and I just look at a guard. They're 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 lacking. This town is much easier as I have friends I can ask. So where do I go to find your mayor? To introduce. We just killed him, so uh, we're going to have to put a hold on that. <laughs> All six feet down. There's a bit of a change of government. We had a bit of a disagreement over the fact that he was consorting with devils and uh, channeling the power of evil. And trying to kill us. Or trying to kill you. And uh, Rinaldi just kind of grins and nods her head. He was Cinderclaw. He died. Exactly. I'm wearing his head as a hot... Wait. I thought it was... <laughs> Very similar uh, process. He was not a Cinderclaw. I thought it was... But I he, was he was a Scarlet Triad, effectively. I thought he was just lied to. Yes. Well, that too. But sometimes... <sighs> There's not that much of a difference. Regardless of the case, there was a council in position, but uh, he actually he used power, kicked them out, took over the town by himself, put our faces on a wanted poster. Oh, God, we've gotten so... Oh, oh this wanted poster is... <laughs> oh, yes, that's your wanted. faces on wanted posters. Well, got we're not wanted anymore, though. I mean, we're wanted like that, machine. but not for money. Oh, I got a guy named Buddy. Mostly hot. He has a nice hat. I like his hat. I like my hat more, but his hat's nice, too. It's like 70% hat in the picture. I never noticed. They they got that the disguise hat, so they would have never found Buddy anyway. He could have just worn a different Wait, hat. That he has a different hat? That evaded capture. Well, then <laughs> I, uh, I suppose I do not know exactly how to proceed, perhaps. Oh, well, it's all right. We just put the council back in power. We know them all very well. In fact, you could kind of say that we're the de facto heads of Breach Hill at the moment, so why don't you come with us? Wait. I mean, in a way, didn't you actually work out to this little agreement where we're effectively an extra-legal band? We can basically handle things that the Breach Hill law didn't really set up to can take care of? Essentially. Is that, is that you are the Kaledi of this town. The council's yes. Like case, so yes. That is exactly like the case. If I don't you, know what that is, but if it involves smashing things, I'm okay with it. If you do want to speak to Sometimes, someone, my friend. Sometimes. Tomorrow, like <laughs> we'll have a government meeting. You'll be able to meet them there. Well, then, if it is not uh, too much to ask, uh, we... Well, we wanted to arrive before the solstice, and we managed, if only just. But we have no clear time for our returns. I have been sent out as an emissary, like you. Well, then, why don't we get you someplace to stay? We do have a big stone building. Would be very nice to show you. The only things the twin leopards wanted from me uh, was to see the far end of Hunter's Gate. We will to show see it to you. Where this leads? It leads to Castle Altarian, which is where we're inviting you to stay. Castle. Well, the interior is not really in the best of shape. We can make it nice enough, and they can stay at an inn also if they like, but I do want to show them Castle Altarian. We do have magic hills. <gasps> That's right! We have the Gourd of Comfort! We could set it up in the courtyard. Yes, we're going to let you sleep in our magic melon. It's a gourd. It's I, kind of like a melon. I have had much time to uh, to practice my Talden on the, the journey, but I... I do not understand. No there one... is some still that eludes me. It's, it's, a, it, it's a gourd that turns into a house. Don't worry, we'll show you when we get up there. It's far easier to show than it is to see. This is actually not at all anything that's lost in translation. We're literally talking about a piece of sort of fruit that turns into a house. It's a vegetable. It's, it's a Rinaldi, 
I know. Gord? Gord. House is a uh, hut. The guard, the guard gets bigger. It's really better to see it. We'll, we'll, we'll take them up there. It's going to be wonderful. So, well, if you're up for it, the third walk to <laughs> and from Sunil Altarian today certainly seems like it's an order. Cue the, the is... Hell Night Hill music. That's the Hell Night Hill music? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. And that would put you up in Sunil Altarian yeah. uh, not too long before sundown. Uh, now having traded out the pair of Hell Knights for a quartet of Ekajai and, well, a trio of Ekajai emissaries and Rinali, who seems to have just come along because she wanted to, who has no particularly close affiliation to the Leopard Clan, but is at least now decent friends with Nikita just after everything that had happened in your time in the Expanse. And so, demonstrating the glory of the Gord home (laughs) to your new friends. See, now they see that there was nothing lost in translation. There was actually... Nothing lost in translation. We could live in a fruit bowl. They are, be- they are beyond <laughs> astounded by Citadel Altarian, as uh, many of the places they had passed through on their journey here, they would have seen some castles up on the hills, but this is the first opportunity any of them have ever been afforded to go inside one. Uh, and one of the Ekajai emissaries uh, actually is clearly a bit afraid of the uh, stacked cave is the closest they can they can say, and seems to be very worried about a cave-in with something so precariously built of just stacked rocks. Um, I'll try to explain to him in his own language so that he it's kind of has a much easier in Mwangi. You have, you have a scale here. Nikita is is pretty solid. She's pretty fluid. Rinali knows some Taldane. The two emissaries mostly communicate through Nikita. Um, I can literally climb on the ceiling and show them it's pretty stable. Resume Gang will... on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Resume will segue into a language none of you speak, but you see that she's trying to calm them and explain things to them so that they feel better about coming into them. And it would be a, a language that all of them would, would speak and would flow much better uh, with the accent they carry, one that fits itself much more to truncated syllables and uh, much shorter, choppier words and even sentences, it seems. With uh, But with a much wider array of various sounds, seemingly eschewing most of the higher and more open vowels for these quicker, almost guttural exchanges. And Resme will kind of be a little bit choppy at first just because she hasn't thought in Mwangi in a while. It's been a minute It's since been Mwangi. a minute, so, but after a while, it'll smooth out and she'll start to speak more uh, quickly and more fluently. Comfortable. <laughs> so with the Mwangi delegation welcomed in, Burton defeated and the council reconvening tomorrow, a wildly successful will day indeed. And, uh, Resting in Citadel Altarian, perhaps if all of you are staying inside the Gord Hill. Yeah. I don't want to walk down the hill again. It can comfortably fit ten people. So I mean Yeah. And I have and we have fine. the bag of food which has things in it that are not that, that are also delicious. You have the halfling knapsack, which is definitely not enough for like the nine man party that has accrued in Citadel. But that's Altarian fine, but we here. can cook with it. But I also have my infinite stock of potatoes. You do have a whole lot of potatoes. <laughs> 
Uh, also, I'm sure, like, both you and they would have brought plenty of food. Yeah. You would have to walk up to Altaria in the traditional way because they have their cart. That's fine. And they're uh, relatively small oxen who... Everybody but Nikita seems to have some caution of. They give it a pretty wide berth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nikita even quite frequently relies on her leopard-headed staff when trying to get near do anything with the oxen. It unsettles her a little bit as well. <laughs> but we would awaken the following morning. Oath day, the fourth. And what is the plan? We're, we're going to the town hall meeting. Heading in back into town of the meeting? It's probably good to actually have our names officially cleared and all that. That way we can stop confusing people. I mean, it also wouldn't be a bad idea to take our break before we get into anything else. Well, yes. as you go back to the town hall meeting, uh, I feel like it's not like you have a main role in this other than to be Just there. Listening. Yeah, Miss Gardania and the two remaining council members would all be together with Burton's spot at the table simply left empty. Uh, the far left end where he sat. They, they go almost left to right in a, a sort of descending hierarchy, though ostensibly the council all operates on a similar plane of power. They would, it seems, elect not to explain much of the detail of what happened, of course. Simply explaining that head councillor Burton had acted against the interest of Breachill trying to further himself. Uh, they would discuss matters moving forward, electing to make Miss Gardania the new head counselor of Breach Hill. Oh, God, she's the nast. She's she the takes up the mantle, and they discuss that they would uh, find a suitable replacement for the council within the coming weeks, starting to gather any who expressed interest in having a seat and having a say in the goings-on of the town. There's a little more of that it is still interesting that, that Miss Gardenia does reveal. Going through trying to organize things as she could, uh, having come back into Town Hall and access to Burton's office, uh, his records and everything, trying to prepare everything to move forward with the new council, a large amount of what the town had been taking in in taxes, almost a full quarter of it, it seems, had ended up just going directly into Burton's pockets and business is stoneworking. Much of this, seemingly over time, a more sizable share having been pulled away uh, from any kind of payments and training and staffing for the town guard. Hmm. I'm shocked. That explained quite a few things. (laughs) She asserts that taking the helm of Breachill this, of course, will not continue. A coin brought into the council will be distributed back into the town, into the services, as it can be. And that her main priority, as they get things back in order, is to renew the town's confidence in the council itself, in the call for heroes, and for everything. There is a very confused, somewhat upset-looking Aram matter of sulking back in the corner <laughs> during this meeting. But otherwise, it would seem the Breach Hill is on the path to not just working as it was, but functioning much better than it did previously without Baltus Burden screwing things up at the head. And indeed, with that, it's a solid time to take our midstream break before we go any further. Yes, I'm 
must pee. Because <laughs> I believe there is not a ton left here in Breach Hill that you need to see through or intervene before we see what the Eye of the Wise brings us within Jewelgate. I want to go through the gate, Mom. So we're going to stand up, stretch our legs, pee. Pray to Severin. Desperately, apparently. Drink multiple yogurt shots. Pray and to we Severin. Will, <laughs> we will come back in a couple of minutes. I brought Maybe. legs. Thank you all for being here, <laughs> hanging out. Don't go too far. We got some highlights inter uh, interesting in the interim when we come back. As we come back in, the late morning of Oath Day, 4th of Serenith, Breach Hill is now in control of Greta Gardenia and the Breach Hill Council, and what's left of it without Burton. The Mwangi delegation of Nikita, Rinali, and a few other Leopard Clan members have made their way up into town, and uh, surely they would have journeyed into town with you mm -hmm. to see this meeting. And uh, at the end of it, Nikita would have to excuse herself from the group of you to go introduce herself to Miss Greta Gardenia, head counselor Gardenia, properly here, as is, as is her goal as the Ekajai emissary traveling up from the Leopard Clan. It seems that uh, things are going pretty well back in the Mongi Expanse. <clears throat> we would have learned over the night uh, with the gourd and the evening meal and the morning with them that there has been no signs, like the Cinderclaws appear to have just up and disappeared as quickly as they reappeared. They're absolutely gone. There's no, like, straggling pockets of resistance. There's nothing left. I think we killed them all. Many, you may have killed literally all of them, but it's very possible <laughs> that whatever kobolds, boggards, and charuka that still pledged any allegiance to that, if they are even still there, they are no longer a problem to the Echo Giant. The Leopard Clan had, there's one exception, the leopard, the leopard clan had sent some hunters, uh, with Nikita's father leading them, down to the actual Cinderclaw fortress, which they found gone. Like gone, gone? Uh, it appeared as a pile of rubble. Hmm. Hmm. Seemingly, the bone structure that you had infiltrated at the end of that adventure had collapsed and dissolved away entirely, hmm. uh, leaving almost nothing sticking up from the swamp afterwards. Might have been my fault. I knew where the place was supposed to be. I had pretty detailed reports and maps from you guys. But there was nothing but rubble strewn throughout the swamp across a single uh, elliptical area of red granite that was kind of surprisingly well-shaped, but nothing more than that. There's one really angry, stompy statue up north that we did not mess with. <laughs> there are many dangers in the Mongi Expanse. Yeah. Uh, but notably for <clears throat> you, and you who would know of his existence, there was no sign of Zurich. I don't know if you told the Ekajai about Zurich, the dragon. Um, I don't know how coherent Resme was at that point. That's fair. My last dealing with him was... We, he was told where Breach Hill yeah, was. Yeah, Buddy told him where visit. Breach Hill was. And yeah, Buddy told him And to then come he visit. just flew off. Yeah, there is a. They. He was really tiny at the time, too. Remember, we had to open the door. <laughs> That's for right. Him. We had to make him very small. We had to make him very small. So he could fit out the doors. Yeah. Yes. But no, Zurich. Zurich loves everyone. 
whatever he has gone to, whatever he is after, there is again, there's no sign of him whatsoever throughout the expanse. No word of him uh, indicate his recollection of how things are going. Life for them appears to largely have returned to normal. Um, the elephant people, what are left of them, have come back in to their region at the, the south end of their territory. The leopard clan have made contact with them again. Uh, and the only major change really is that they are actually, Nikita actually is going out. She gets to go out and see the world and be the emissary uh, that Xarxes was before her, the previous one in that role. What did they do with the gold mine? Uh, I imagine nothing, seeing as they hate gold <laughs> and think gold is like the purest guy. They just, it's in their territory, it's there. Okay. Uh, also, somewhat notably, as Nikita uh, has made her way up through the through the area, she clearly bought a cart and an oxen at some point. They have some amount of coin that they have bartered and traded for. She would have only copper, silver, and platinum pieces. They would carry no gold on them. Huh. That's right. Gold is a an anathema thing to them. I remember. Um. Okay. Uh, she would express some frustration that it has caused difficulty with the purchase of a few things because people did not like being paid in several hundreds of silver <laughs> for livestock. <laughs> but before they had any platinum, and they only have like two <clears throat> platinum, they, they worked in silver, and that they had to sometimes explain that they would not take gold from people. It's, it's been occasional difficulties, it's gotten them some weird interactions, but hasn't really slowed them down at all. But yeah, gold is, is still pretty much an athlete of the Ekajai. So they wouldn't have done anything with that mine. Okay. Um, we might want to do something about that at some point. Uh, for now, let's just Dig not talk it. about it. <laughs> well, it is laced with arsenic. It's very laced with arsenic. And could be a poison of, like, the local water system problem. It's probably a good idea that we at least bury it at the very least. The only water that was there when last was stagnant at the bottom. It's not terribly far from that it's tributary not, into the river. But it's not being pumped anymore. <clears throat> There's no one won. getting the water out. It wasn't being pumped in the first place. Um, Does the water just go down into the rocks? Actually, that's not how quarries work. No, that's why there was, there was a stagnant pool at the bottom of the yeah. quarry. Yeah, so if it just keeps building up, eventually all the arsenic-laced water is going to leak out. I mean, well, eventually, like, it's the muggy expanse, like, between evaporation and soaking into the ground. Like <laughs> The water cycle. Um, it's going to do water stuff. We're learning stuff today, folks. Science time, kids. Maybe we can make some sort of deal, though. Um, I understand that gold is of no use to you, and it is, in fact, anathema to you, but surely there are things from our part of the world that you might need or want. We have, uh, we have found many interesting things, actually. This, uh, The cart and the this oxen, oxen. That, we, that we purchased uh, just a few towns into our journey as we found the constant juggling of supplies uh, somewhat challenging. These are very interesting. You have such wide pathways to be able to move such massive constructs. It is like a, a home that you can pull. Much like this gourd, I imagine. <laughs> very similar. But it does not get quite as small. But perhaps we have things... No. I know. I know exactly. One thing that we had, uh, we had found. We have traded for a great many small trinkets and bits of interests. But you had cheese. It was not actually terribly far from where I was going. <laughs> you had... It was... Oh, a delicious treat. It had sweetness, like 
chocolate? No. Bread? No, it was it was it was a yellow paste, very thick, spread on on butter. On but it was so sweet. It. They butter? said that it it was the excrement of insects, which is honey. Unbelievable. Honey. It was honey. like honey is what they called it. It tasted like it tasted like magic. Oh well, honey is magic. You know, it's actually uh, antiseptic. You can actually use it for wounds. It keeps out bacteria. You just have to watch now. Oh, <laughs> you know, germ theory. I don't know what that is exactly, but it's... It also makes good cement. But yes, it's delicious. It is fantastically delicious. You have that and, and so many different strange spreads that go on this this crisp the uh, of the breads there is the honey there was a purple one that tasted of a, a, a similar a very much more pungent fruit they were was told it was a jam it was the it is an alcohol but but without uh they called it grapes the, uh, grapes Grape, that grape became jelly. wine there is i uh, i feel the amount of in words <laughs> on my tongue have tripled on this journey alone but Perhaps you study all of these buildings and these castles and these walls, but they never tell you of honey and grape jam. Oh, wait till we tell her about muffins. <laughs> muffins with butter, warm muffins with butter. Harvest time can be a bountiful, a bountiful thing, but you have to have the harvest last until the next one. So you have to come up with all sorts of interesting ways to keep it all from going bad. We've come up with a lot of them over the years. It is. It is a concept, this this harvest and farm that I have read, where you take these fruits and these these growths of plants in the ground and you you manage them much like we do, but but separate from their natural environment. Well, come to think of it, from what Resme has told me, the Mwangi jungle is a bounty that just grows all year round. And whenever you want something, you can just go gather it up, right? Well, we could, but the gathering is... Is uh, much effort and much exploration. We do something similar to the the farming of fruits and seeds that grow throughout the trees or on mosses that we have within our villages up in the branches. Hmm. Uh, Arkivel had a quite a large, uh, I, I suppose it is a farm, uh, both at the top and of all sorts of various mushrooms at the base. Well, perhaps you can think of things that are useful that we have and we can trade them for the gold, since you don't have any use for it. In certain amounts. Uh, we, well, from here, as as we have been to the Citadel now, once we see the far end of Hunter's Gate, I wish to see this ring. Yes, us. let us take you down. And you could quite easily do that. Bring her down below, down the stairs of the courtyard, to Alcida's ring itself. The stairs now leading directly into this massive open chamber with these five and a half gates that are still standing <laughs> within here. One mostly obliterated um, from the one across from Hunter's Gate that had been obliterated when the Cheruka had first come through, kind of spurring all of this. And as they look through all of it, Nikita having never seen this before, is obviously just completely full of wonder. Rinali nods. 
clear, like, obviously, first of all, she's seen this before. And second of all, she does not have the best memories of this place. But she gestures to it. And then Nikita and, and Wangi says, it's exactly what I told you it would be. There's a circle of blank stones and statues. When the Taruka first came when I followed them. Do you have the other key? As uh, Rinaldi shakes her head, Nikita looks like she's kind of trying to figure out how to explain this. I understand that you you have passed through Hunter's Gate, clearly. The two of you arrived near Ockrevel, journeying through this portal. And two of you returned much the same but the leopard clan only knows this gateway and perhaps even this whole ring as the prison of the darkness ah, it is something that even seeing you walk its path I will not risk I understand. none of my people will well this is it the key is back with I'm back in Ockerville. The twin leopards watch over it. It is safe. Good. But I never intended to make our way home through here. Simply to see it and begin the long trek ourselves over land. And to see more of the world outside the expanse. To see more of the world outside Ekujai lands. Well, it was amazing seeing you. And I hope I get to see you again soon. <laughs> well, this is my... Uh, you have a word for it, my car reader? Oh, your job, yes. This is what I do, what I should have been doing for years. But it is good. It is good to travel, to get to see and not just to read of all these places. And it is good to see friends again and to meet new ones. New friends are nice, very nice. It's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you. It's good to finally put a face to all the stories. I. And next time we hand out, I'll show you how to make a special brandy. I do not know a brandy. It's alcohol. Oh, like beer. Oh, much sweeter and much more defying. Keeps a lot longer, too. Bit we more tried. of a kick. We tried. They had a wine or a beer, but they made it with the honey. Oh, oh, mead. Mead. Oh, he starts drooling at the thought of, oh, mead. I dared not drink much of it. I do not know, you know, you'll what get, my father would say. You'll get quite sick. My journey was not one of drunkenness. That is not why I've been sent here. <laughs> it's, it's far from the palm wines we have back home and something I'm sure much smelled much stronger. Some of the things you drink, they smell like of oil. Yes. It gets very cold, you understand. We do enjoy poisoning help? ourselves. It does. It well, keeps keeps the cold at bay. Actually, surprisingly, it makes you colder. <clears throat> no, that's not true at all. No, no, no. It makes you feel warmer, but it makes you colder. I don't understand what you're talking about. Of course you don't, but that's why I love you. I beg to differ. I'm with Marshall on this one. You don't know. What you, you need to drink a bit more, Resume. Then you'll understand I mean, how it works. I mean, he catches on fire when he drinks. Yep. He also grows bigger. You see? 
He gets warmer. Have good point. Is not easy to be cold when on fire. <laughs> you know I'm right. Problem solved. <laughs> but fire have... is a good point. It's very hard to argue with it. Do they not have bees in Longi? No. No. We don't. Uh, we have many insects, but none that produce anything near this useful, oh. save for the spiders and their silk. Bees make honey. Bees make honey. Not wasps. I heard someone tell me once wasps made honey. They're wrong. What is wasp? It's like a bee, except way, 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 way hungrier. If, and I point at a random citizen. If that is a normal citizen. Ring. Or, we're in the ring. We're in the citizen ring. I'll point at. So you at, just point. I point <laughs> at Raz. I point at Raz. <laughs> this is normal rat. All right? All right. I have seen them in the taverns. Yes. I am. <laughs> They like that. They like to too. Yes. If that is normal rat, you are wasp. I am wasp. Angrier than normal rat. You're not very much, angry. You're not describing this very well are at all. Are you angrier than normal rat? Well, I'm more deadly than normal rat. You just look oh. like a rat that is larger, like Trishika's lizard that is larger. You know. And like I'm a dwarf that's larger. Quite a bit. You do know that a wasp <laughs> is a completely many. different species than a bee. Yeah, but they look like a bee. Doing is you are confusing the phylum and the species, <laughs> and you're just making this lovely lady awfully upset. You're saying uh, no, a bunch of words she probably doesn't understand, too. I do believe that this is actually very accurate. This is not a Yusoki. This is not a red. <laughs> He's not sulking at all. He seems very happy. Exactly. <laughs> it's not Yusoki. Okay, shall we stop with his jokes forever now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But this, it proves good point. They look similar but completely different. Anyway. Anyways, if you see a wasp, kill it. Also, it does not make honey. So yeah, we're doing this portal either. thing or what? Pulls out the axe. <laughs> so, the uh, Nikita and Rinali and the Leopard Clan emissaries, uh, as you show them also this ring, they're interested. Obviously, Rinali's seen it before and is more than happy to leave as soon as possible. Um, she is the only one that had gone through Hunter's Gate. But... She'll go back to the Muggy Expanse with the delegation. They're going to stay in Breach Hill for a time. Speak with the council. You know, just kind of... I mean, half of Nikita's job right now is just to see the world. Learn things. Bring in some more outside knowledge to the Leopard Clan of things that are good, things that are useful, things that they can trade for that are worth bartering. But they went so far from the Expanse up to Iskar, obviously, to come see Hunter's Gate and... The heroes of Leopard Clan. <laughs> heroes of Breach Hill, heroes of Cantargo, heroes of the Leopards. Heroes of a random quarry off in the middle of nowhere. That's part of Cantargo. It counts. We can make a Heroes of Ravenel, I guess. We'll just expand the banner a little bit. Because there's already a Heroes of Cantargo, isn't there? There are Heroes of Cantargo. Yeah. That, that one's Copyrighted. taken. Yeah. Easily Heroes of Cantargo. Of We're the Heroes of Ravenel. We're the whores. The whole thing. But it would not. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, H O R, Heroes of Ravenel. I... Yeah, I like Hob. I like if Hob. Hob, hob, is awkward. hob is better. Hob, yeah, is, hob better. is better. Let's not do the other one. It just gives people the wrong idea. We're the whores. <laughs> like we Heroes have... of Ravenel. What? We have a sexy uh... lizard. <laughs> <laughs> the average charisma stat of this party is probably like 17. So I mean, like, we how could. much does it cost to save my evening? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, moving on. <laughs> too long into the day. 
Uh, probably not too long after the peak of the solstice had passed in the early afternoon. You would be alone in Alcida's ring. Gathered, ready, with the eye of the wise. Proceed forward into the unknown. Marshall right. super ate a bonk. So, <clears throat> this has not traditionally gone well for me. So, I'm going to have to ask that all of you who are far beefier than I am, stand in front of me. Mataz stands in front of you. Large man, step forward. Mataz <laughs> is While you're talking, I'm already at the front of the gate with big red in hand, like, let's do it! Let's go! Let's go! We, well, let me ask. We do have access to instant communication. Would you not want me to poke in my head first and see what we have? No, because if there are strange magical things going on and you're there and we're not there, then we can't look at the strange magical things and know what is going on. Well, then I will stay in back and be invisible. That's a better idea. So, as we ready to open the third portal of our journeys, what are you all doing? I am sneaking in the back. Sneaky beaky boy. Marshall? I want to call that scouting, yes. because never has a man been more excited for this world. <laughs> How about you, Raz? I'm calling knowledge. Be thinking real hard. Big, big brain. Well, um, I guess if no one else is going to do it, I'd better be seeking because I've learned that that doesn't end well. Let's not no walk immediately. That. Remember um, that one time? I do remember that one time where Buddy almost died. Not to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, saw the face of God. <laughs> I'm going to throw up uh, heroism before I walk in the door. Level six. Ooh, so okay. that's plus one to everything. Right? Plus two to everything. Oh. Level six. I'm basically that, as good as a fighter now. That's just on you, right? That and sadly, it is just on me. So, resume. Detect magic. And I got flick in my shield. He's got his friend. It's not raised. But it's like kind of it to the ready. Yes. You're mostly focused on looking. Do the thing. So, readied as you are. <laughs> <laughs> I cast baby fireball. <laughs> I match as like a butane torch. Like <laughs> It's yes. silent. It doesn't, there's no audible burning. You well, I guess it's not you, Other than Roshi going. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it's not flickering like a torch flame so much as almost just a wavering red glow. No, that noise is happening. It's just coming from her machine. Exactly. Yeah, she's making that sound effect. See, Marshall and her hate out a lot. <laughs> You're averaging together in personality. As you touch the eye of the wise to the surface of the stone, carved all throughout with extravagant formations of crystal various gemstones, and much more angular geometric designs around the outside. The gateway, the statue of the goddess Yulral, gazes upon. Rat boy, you want to give me a recall knowledge real quick before we go in on Yulral? Because I don't think we learned a whole lot about her before. Um, because I think that role went, I would say, poorly. This, what, is it a specific skill? Or? Um, it would be religion. Can I use Bardic Lore instead? What is this Bardic Lore? The Bardic Lore is like having a generic lore and everything. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, I didn't actually know how it worked in second edition. Yeah, it's literally... In first edition, it was just like, you got a bonus to everything. It was like a separate ability. Yeah, yeah you can Bardic Lore for sure. All right. The secret is open. And yeah, you can just roll it, because it's just, I don't know what you know about a thing. It's a... It's a seven? That's a seven. Uh, 25. So with a 25, you would know that you'll roll the wise is a goddess of the ancient elven pantheon whose worship outside of like elven kingdoms like Kionan has pretty much all but disappeared. 
even within the elven lands, she is sort of peripheral, secondary. Uh, not nearly the bastion of power that Yulral once was. She is an interesting god that doesn't really have a great human analog. As much as she is the goddess of the concept and usage of magic, she is equally the goddess of jewels and gemstones and crystal. And an elven <laughs> understanding and the elven pantheon, these two things are woven together almost one in the same. Uh, the best way to explain it is that she's like the, uh, a goddess of arcane and divine magic in equal measure. Uh, elven kind believing that those are very closely interwoven and not almost at, at odds with each other like the human wizards and mages are more akin to believe. So this is like Torag and Nethys. Kind of. Torag and Nethys had an elf baby and that's that's kind of your role. She she really does not have like a, a, a human or a dwarven comparison. Uh, she is a very unique and these days very minor deity, but once was one of the greater gods of the Elven pan pantheon. And I mean, among the Elven pantheon, still is like Iomadai or Serenray to humans. But touching the eye of the wise of the stone, it's like a ripple through water. The surface waves briefly before the blank slate again gives way with thick gray mist, impermeable, just like all other portals before it. Jewel Gate now stands open. I will. Here we go. Turn on invisibility. I will and scream at the first thing that I see. The gate. <laughs> <laughs> You step forth into a chamber dramatically more impressive than any you've seen before. Let me get this on here because it is a Ooh. really fantastic. What what's what's small that? That's just one of the area. decorations. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to what that is. Calm down, dude. She's got a green bar. It's gonna be okay. As you come through, she's got a health. One at a time. Well, I put oh, health bars is natively, or tongues is natively. I have health bars on here, and I gotta hide all of yours because I forgot to do that on this scene. Because I'm not, I'm not gonna run player health on these anymore. It's the decision I ended up at. So many temp hit points. You temp come points. through into a chamber, a little over thirty feet across, and under twice that in length. And unlike the very long lava tunnel of your first, uh, your first foray into Hunter's Gate. Unlike the large sprawling complex of Dreamgate, Jewelgate seems to be but this single chamber. Hmm. As you can see, clear as day at the far side, 50 feet in front of you, the matching flat blank slate that goes through to the far side. Growing out around it, there are magnificent, multicolored, massive crystals growing from the floor and the walls in a dizzying mixed rainbow of colors and patterns. Oh. They don't seem like they are, they're, they're not loose crystals that were placed here. These have clearly grown up <laughs> from, the, uh, from the stone floor and out from the walls behind them uh, in a way that must have been intentional. There certainly could be no accident. I like them. The light that emanates through this room 
throws a kaleidoscopic shimmer across the floor and the walls as it rebounds throughout these multicolored refracting crystals. The archway, much like the one you came through, is decorated with uh, some carvings of crystalline diagrams, but is also studded with physical, multifaceted, brilliant gemstones and flanked at its base with a carving of what appear to be twin panthers reaching up alongside the edge of the frame itself. On the northern wall, a row of bookcases and a wooden desk look to be in perfect condition, as if they were unweathered by the passage of years. In a chair at the desk, there sits slumped down a long dead skeleton that looks like it has died, withered, and near bleached away from the sheer weight of time. But sitting in that same chair is a specter of an elven woman. It was a very long, flowing, purple gown that stretches almost just pure straight. doesn't billow out or blossom at all uh, from her shoulders all the way down to where it wisps away into non-existence across the floor. Her hair, long, light gray, straight back, laid out near pristine, draped across her long ears and back behind her shoulders. Her wide, stark white eyes make it clear evident that she was certainly a full-blooded elf. And as the group of you come through into here, let me giveth some art. In case you all were wondering what I wanted for my birthday, any of those will do. <laughs> oh, well, she looks like a delight. Her face does not look like this. Her face is relatively at peace. That's what right my now. mother looks like before makeup. Though emanating softly throughout this chamber, you can hear what almost sounds like muffled crying. Oh. It doesn't appear to come from her, though. As the group of you step forth and have only a moment to take in this extravagant chamber, she turns, sees four of you, at least, and glides up from her sitting position over towards the group of you. Smile on her face, her hands outstretched, welcoming, and who knows Elvin? Obviously you. So just the two of you? I don't. That's very impressive. But I. That's very impressive. Elvin is a. I mean, Elvin's definitely a common enough language that the three of you would be aware she is speaking Elvin, even if you don't understand what it is she is saying. I mean, I heard of it. (laughs) I know of Elvin. On the the off chance of being safe, I'm going to mark the ghost for death. Fair enough. I think that already (laughs) happened. Yeah. Um, But, uh. I'm switching to my hammer. You put the you put the axeway of Paul at the rectangle. Yep. Her hands widespread. In a voice almost dissonant, sort of echoing, her words laced in several pitches, fighting for control, clashing and conflicting with each other. The words even hanging for a few moments after she speaks. Her words themselves plain enough. Welcome. Jewel Gates. 
I am Zay, Whisperwind. Please, be cautious of the crystal girls at the far end. They are a dangerous state. Uh, I'll translate. Uh, thank you. And uh, who might we have the pleasure of speaking to? Zay, and she, uh, you have your Alcetta's ring, uh, your mm-hmm. Alcetta symbol necklace on, right? She almost doesn't even seem to hear that, but she notices the necklace that you have on, and arms still kind of widespread. She brings her hands together. Oh, that sigil. Are you some of Kind Lauren's acolytes? Uh, not specifically, but I do worship the goddess. Welcome, Jewelgate. I'm Zay Whisperwind. Please be cautious of the crystals at the far side of the chamber. They are in a delicate state. Of course. Um, I'll just motion you all and just tell you to follow me. I'm uh, making sure that I am between Resme and the ghost, because I do not trust this at all. <laughs> um, Faith level zero. <laughs> uh, we'll continue to walk uh, and, uh, slowly. Yeah, as you slowly start to pick your way across the chamber here. She floats back around kind of in front of Marshall here, uh, intervening as you get a little closer and puts her hands up and says, to, and you, to, to you and Elvin, you obviously can't understand her, but well, you guys would hear. No, no, please. The crystals are a threat right now. Until we have them under control, it's too dangerous. We're not going to go near the crystals. We just want to go out the other side of the gate. And uh, as you talk to her and she turns her attention back to you. She looks down, sees the necklace. Oh, that symbol. Are you some of Candlaren's acolytes? Yes. And she uh, looks back over towards the desk where there's an open tome with a layer of dust over it that looks like it's been sitting there for generations. And motions over to it. The crystals growing here are spectacular and extravagant even though sometimes they morph in ways that I couldn't have properly predicted. Sometimes nature is like that. And she nods, seeming to understand, and turns back to the rest of the group. A smile comes back over her her face. Oh, welcome to Jewelgate. I am Zay Whisperwind. Please be cautious of the crystals at the far end of the chamber. They're in a very delicate state. So telepathically, and you, even not speaking the language, you guys can <laughs> she's tell she's repeating herself. Thing. You can yeah, tell that yeah. she's clearly. Uh, repeating I'm just trying to get closer to the other end of the room. Can I do? Uh, can I try to like think about her situation and try to think um, about you, what might be going on? Because here. you are recalling knowledge as you come in here, and you are seeking. Can both give me something? Uh, give me your generalized bardic lore, good friend. Rasheen, you can give me a perception check. The more of this goes on, the tighter the grip on my hammer is, because I'm just like, I don't Ooh, like look at us. Nice. Look, look at, at you us boys. Go. Pretty good dice is coming uh, out there. 37. And with heroism, that's 38. With a 37, uh, you would know that these crystals that are growing here are not only placed intentionally without any kind of a, a, a magic they are clearly laced with some kind of energy. As a uh, resume is kind of immediately confronted here and isn't casting at the moment, just just looking at them, you can clear. You, it's clear as day. They are magically created, uh, though the base of them is natural to some extent. They are 
seem to be made of some material that you may never even have seen before. Uh, they're not precious or semi-precious gemstones. They're not just quartz formations. It's going to be something unique entirely. But the way they shear, the pattern in which they split, tells you that they are at least akin to crystals that grow in formations and massive geodes of amethyst beneath the Five Kings Mountains. Um, Rasheen, the 38, as your group is kind of inching forward here, uh, you would see a little bit of movement in these crystals. Mm. Not that the crystals themselves are moving, but that you can occasionally catch a glimpse of what almost looks like, well, that kind of a face screaming terror-stricken rolling across the surface of various crystals. Uh, we should approach Something very wrong. We should approach no closer. Uh, uh, detect magic give me anything? Detect magic would absolutely resonate with a powerful uh, multifaceted aura gleaming with as many colors as the crystals themselves off of the crystal formations. Be, 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 be wary of the crystals on the far end of the chamber. They are in an unstable state. Yes, that's what she said. And there appear to be spirits trapped in them. <clears throat> and not happy about it either. Um, I'm going to go over to the book. Uh, you head over to the book on the table. <coughs> Zay follows you as you come in, uh, immediately losing attention on the rest of the party and stepping over with you. Uh, hands kind of clasped together, almost a kind of worried expression on her face. Uh, Please, uh, I've spent much time on these research. Uh, everything is very precisely organized. Of course, I shan't disorganize it, but uh, I was sent here to learn, uh, and I would appreciate it if you shared your research with me. That's simple. Are you one of Ken Lauren's acolytes? Yes, he sent me here to study with you for a time. Well, please, I've worked on this research for some time. Everything is very precisely organized. Would you like to tell please. me about it? She nods and sort of looks down at it and uh, points to the uh, just the, the, mo the main open tome on the table there with a couple little fragments of crystal and some various little tools kind of scattered around. And she points down. And her face just kind of blank. Welcome to Jewel Gates, as she turns back to the rest of the party. I'm Zay Whisperwind. Please, don't approach the crystals on the far side of the chamber. Um, delicate state. Can I get a thievery check to try to take the book while she's paying attention to them? Sure. Absolutely can make a thievery check. Um, because now I no clue what's going on, but these books seem to have something in them yeah. that's doing and something. Zay doesn't seem like... She seems friendly, but stuck. I, I, I look at Roisin and I'm like, uh, lass, what exactly is going on here? She's in a heck of a state. Was she sealed away in here, unable to escape? What a terrible fate. Uh, that's gonna be... I think I'm gonna re-roll that. Thank you so much, Loopy Caster. Your hero point is appreciated. Much better. Okay, that's gonna be a 27. So with a 27, and you were at two hero points, right? I'm at two now. Two now. I was okay, at three. So I, was, I was checking to make sure maybe it didn't take down if it was on the screen. was the problem. 
Um, as you reach down... Oh, sorry, I got plus one. That's a 28. Uh, a 28. As you reach down, she uh, immediately seems to take notice and turns around and near shrill screaming, Do not touch them! Why not? I was sent here to study them. What's the point of having a book if you can't read it? Res, my dear. She looks, her eyes look almost wild. This shriek echoes through the room for a few seconds, even after. Lassie, get back. I'm looking at the book. Like, I'm not doing anything with it anymore, but I want to try to read as much as I can from the pages while she's sitting there. That symbol. Yep, here we go. one of Kent Lauren's acolytes? Yep. This immediately back. So smile on the face. It looks together. It looks like she is a spirit. This is her body, not put to rest well. If it, it looks like she was sealed away in here when they stopped opening the gates and the, she starved to death. Yeah, looking at this, it, it seems pretty clear that the the skeleton does seem to be the same general shape and size of the Zay ghost before you. Um. So can um. Roshin wants to try something. Um. Perhaps we can try to put this spirit to rest. Um, because she clearly never had a burial. Um, and so, um, trying to, like, ease Resme away, um, she'll just step over to where the skeleton is lying, bear a glance at the, at the ghost, and, um, just whisper a simple but heartfelt wish, uh, that she could finally, um, lay down her long vigil and actually rest. As you look down at this, she turns to you as you get to the skeleton with that same worried expression she had when Resume moved towards the book. And when you can't a small prayer, is this the instant that you touch the skeleton, mm-hmm. she screams. Like an absolutely shrill, pained scream. Yeah, and I need uh, I need everybody to make me a will save. I got a question okay. before we make it. Sure. Um, can I counterperformance it? Is an auditory? It is absolutely. She is screaming. It's absolutely auditory. <laughs> right. So before we make that, I'm going to use a focus spell to counterperformance. I so this one. I'm going to use my performance. Um, can I get the bonus for um, Mataz's performer thing he has as a familiar? Sure. Yeah, he gives me a plus two to all my performances. Mataz peeps very loudly. Yeah, he peeps very loudly. <laughs> like we both realize what's happening. So. Instead that of using nice. your normal will save, you can use what is that? A fifteen plus a twenty-five, so forty. Yes. Yeah, we're you all have to just going to pick that before you roll. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you guys want to take forty on your I'm will save? Take uh, forty. 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 Um, as what she was goes this? to scream, uh, as you as she goes to scream, you hear. Um, <laughs> was a peep. <laughs> you hear Mraz start to recite incredibly, even louder than he's normal. He starts to yell over it, um, just in common, a just a, a children's bedtime story. As um, Mataz also peeps. And I'll kick off Divine Aegis. Do I get plus I get plus one if it's not divine, and I get minus one if it's divine. It is not divine. Okay. Good to so know. You get a 41. I get a 41. <laughs> I think you actually just wholly take his, so I don't think your unmodifier you, is gonna apply to it. Um uh it's a circumstance bonus. So. Yeah, but yeah. you're taking his number. Yeah, you and your allies like in the area can that. use the better result between your performance check and It's with all bonus. his bonuses and stuff yeah. instead of yep. yours. Basically. You want his. Can I scream so, back at her? I wanted information actually. <laughs> you, could, you could scream back. I wanted information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But did it say we use the better of the two? Yeah, the better. So you can still roll, but you still just use the better of the two. I don't I mean, scream I'll roll to see if I get a twenty, I guess. Yeah. Well with a with a forty across the party. Uh as she screams all of you, for a moment, feel overwhelmed 
and you all, I mean, you do, you try to scream at her, but your scream kind of contorts into like this anguished wail as everyone else also cries out in pain for a moment. And you can see light flash through the crystals as these kaleidoscopic rays dance throughout the room for a few moments as everyone cannot help but join her in this anguished cry before she stops. And, uh, having physically recoiled from this machine. Welcome to Jewelgate. I am Zay Whisperwind. Please, be cautious of the crystals at the far end of the chamber. They're in a very delicate state. Can I get an elven lore on who the heck that is? Maybe, maybe. Zay Whisperwind? Yeah. It wouldn't be anyone of of note that you would know. Okay, got it. Maybe we should, um, before we deal with, with this... Pretty ghost lady. Um, um, um. We should figure out what what kind of ghost she actually is. I would because love to. There's certain... May I? Uh, well, he's already thinking. So, what's your religion? Um, can I use bardic lore? <laughs> it's better than my religion. So ident- can you use it to identify monsters? Um, I don't really if know. You what have horse. lore ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could. I guess yeah, I don't see that. why not. It's a knowledge check. Yeah. So, what's your bardic lore? Eighteen. All right, eighteen. That that works. Fun fact, lore can be just about anything. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you can bardic lore pretty much whatever. Uh, So, as you look at her in this reaction she has, that shriek she let out was compelling. While it was an auditory effect, it also drew each of you into the same kind of emotional state that she was in and forced you to follow along in this cry. But you think that Roisin is probably right, as she's clearly a ghost uh, that has risen up uh, almost certainly from the corpse that now sits in the chair that was not laid to rest. And Roisin's not wrong. Uh, If it can be put to rest properly, the ghost should leave. The problem is it doesn't seem like a burial is not always the answer. Neither is a prayer. Uh, The ways to deal with these kind of hauntings are varied based on the ghost and ghost is varied as as all monsters and wildlife of galarian itself you can tell though uh, from the research she has here and that anguished screech that though you probably could just strike her down as a common beast she does seem to be quite powerful and as a ghost would be very difficult to bring arms to bear against. Um, we need to figure out what those crystals are. Telepathically to you, I would uh, tell you. If uh, you would like, I can go inspect them closer. She does not appear to be aware of me. No. Go and get a closer look. Without touching, I'm not touching them. Beaky beaky man. I'm just going to continue to be like the forefront, like defensive line between the ghost and can the party I, mates. Can I see anything that's in the book since I've been looking at it? Yeah, you can You can clearly see the book. She's not like hiding the book from me or anything. The book looks to be one of geology, really, as it particularly pertains to gemstones. Um, the page that's open right now is literally just a random bit about the for like a, an early stage of the formation of coal and theories about how that goes to exist and its connection uh surprisingly in-depth knowledge uh seemingly understanding some level like carbon structure 
but not through understanding of like what an atom or a molecule is, but just the structure of diamonds and carbon crystals and geodes themselves. Uh, it's it's mundane. It's not magical in any way. Uh, it doesn't look like this particular passage pertains at all to what's happening over here. But as Trishik moves closer to this, I'll put a little ghost lady on the board. That's probably, probably a good idea. Got a little ghost lady here. Even invisible as you are, you step to about the halfway point of the room and start to hear a chorus of mismatched, anguished cries, overlapping, dissonant, and not so much ear-shattering. It's not really loud so much as it just overwhelms your mind. Your, all your thoughts, even, of what you were going to are replaced by this screaming inside your mind. And as this seems to reverberate off through Trishik, everybody else hears it as well. And I am going to need all of you to roll me some initiative. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes 20s. Yeah, sometimes 20s. Oh, well, that's not too bad. Don't forget, you guys get your plus one from him scouting. Mm. Mm. That's a yeah. You do get a plus okay, one from the scouting. I do not. We're so, gonna. Because I have improved initiative. Under the same bonus. So, um, Resme will hear it, um, kind of take her focus off the book, which is what it was on, and kind of refocus on the fact that we're kind of in a deadly situation potentially here. <laughs> oh no. And we're gonna go and re roll that initiative. Thank you very much to Mad Cats for that uh, not being a one, hopefully. Being something else. That is definitely that is better. That is better. Thank you. And chat, still let me know what you guys think because obviously the dice tray is very new. I've elected not to bring the dice up for like everybody is rolling a thing. And so I'm trying to use them more for like highly individual <clears throat> people's roles. But if you want me to pull them up for initiative and stuff, let me know. Again, I'm just trying stuff. The dice trays are very new to us. Uh, well, what did you end up with, Miss Resume? 35. 35. How about you, Rasheen? Uh, Rasheen gets a 28. And Raz? 30 even. 30 even. How about you, Marshall? 33. 33. And Rasheen? 44. <laughs> I think that's the highest we've seen <laughs> so far. I think that's far. a new record. Yeah, I think that's, that's an initiative record. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a 20. Yeah, it's a 20 off of the skill that I'm focused on and currently have bonuses towards. And as an added bonus... As we go into this here, to assist Kevin Katarn for our lizard friend to help with sneaking. Got a hero points. And uh, I am gonna roll. But are you? How good is counter performance? Pretty good. It's Very good. 40. It's excellent. Yeah, 36. That's below resume for the crystals themselves. And just so we have her on the board. I don't think that's below me if you roll the 36. Did you get 38? No, I got a 34. Oh, I think I got 38. No. Don't want to cheat. Right above you, then. Um, and to have her on the board, down at the very bottom, I will put Zay Whisperwind. Mm, interesting. And as this all starts to emanate through your mind, she does also starts screaming. She throws her head back, this same kind of piercing cry like she's in incredible pain. And she's making no move to fight or attack you or anything. She just seems to be completely overwhelmed by this resonation to the crystals. So Drashik, 
understandably, as you are the one who immediately hears this, you are first. Nothing, like, came out. I'm not seeing anything. I just hear You just scream. hear this horrible screaming in your mind. The crystals, uh, from this distance, you can see these reflections of ghostly, anguished faces rolling across their surface. But, like, nothing's coming up, nothing's moving. You're just hearing this shrill cry. I will five foot step backwards and see if it goes away, if it's like a proximity based thing, because I got too close. And as you step back, it stops immediately. I'll go right back to sneaking and just come over here. And to resume telepathically, I will say the halfway point in the room is a no-go zone. Now, I do need everybody to make me a will save from that first exposure. I'll just leave this here. So if we need it later, go and leave that there. You said a will save, right? Will save. And it's not auditory this time. Um, I don't believe it is. Now you're just hearing this. You're actually hearing this in your mind. In your brain. Okay. So it is, yeah, it's not even an actual sound that's happening. I'll, uh, this was not for stealth, but I'll hand it right back to re-roll that will save as I steal my resolve and get that screaming out of my head. I got better. Alrighty. So, resume? Uh, 29. Uh, so I think I have a new record. That's a 44. That's just nice. a critical success straight up. I think <laughs> you're fine. 32. 32? 30. 30? 24. 24. Uh, no critical failures, but everybody but Rasheen does fail. Oh. Um, you all, hit by this same anguish, feel this overwhelming emotion take hold of you. And all four of you are sobbing uncontrollably, to the point where you would mechanically be slowed one if this fight was still continuing. You literally cannot help but almost break down as a she steps back and the cries finally stop. Hmm. Well, that that wasn't pleasant. Um, I'm thinking very, very hard now. Do you have any ideas? I could disintegrate how, the crystals. How did they... And as you're all, like the four of you are kind of overwhelmed by this emotion, Rasheen, the one who isn't, Zay stops her cry. Wrenches her eyes and puts her hands up for a moment and blinks through and sees the group and concern comes over her face and she sees Rasheen. Your friends! What has befallen them? And Elvin. I don't think I've heard you say that one before. <clears throat> <laughs> After a few moments, this wave of emotion, you're all able to fight back and you regain control of yourselves. Alright, alright. Um, um, what um, happened? You can see Raz, him, like, bawling her eyes out of there. Raz, What's going on? Raz so much sadness. Encant <gasps> Where did that word. come from? Raz is going to encant a single word. He's going to go, va, and cast hypercognition. Okay. So he's going to look around and do six recall knowledge checks immediately of crystals, of the ghost, of anything around the room that he can get. Just six things, that trying to connect things together. Okay. So I'll give you, rather than us rolling a bunch of dice in a row, I'll just give you with hypercognition as you uh, look around the state of the chamber here, uh, set up as it is with all of these various crystals. 
you see the research on the desk. Uh, what looks like it was patronage to Yulrol. Clearly the research being done here was intended to fill this chamber with a beautiful myriad of colorful crystals uh, to be enjoyed, uh, to be looked at like art. Uh, there were meant, there is no magic involved. Everything on her, on her desk largely pertains to the titles of these books and these tomes to simple geology uh, and the creation of these various forms and crystals, how to grow them naturally. There is some magic of her own that you can see she that, that maybe was used to enhance the growth, but nothing like what's happening here. No emotional tie to any of this. Her skeleton rests dead in that chair. Clearly uh, has been stricken. It doesn't look like, based on the positioning, that she starved or simply weathered away here. Something, so, But there's no visible sign of injury either. She died very suddenly but not to physical harm. The crystals on the far side rolling across with these faces are obviously corrupted now, filled with some kind of resonant emotion, some latent magic that simple proximity allows to lash out, and so, as it does, resonates through those within range, expanding to fill nearly the entirety of the chamber. It seems it will be almost impossible to reach the far gate without somehow dealing with these crystals. Uh, looking at the books on the southern end of the shelves, everything seems to support what you've put together so far. Zay, clearly in her time through some of these tomes of magic, must have been somewhat of a potent caster herself, somewhat relatively capable to make all of this work. Uh, you know that if you were to strike her down here, she would simply reform. Uh, ghosts are never smited quite so easily, and you would have to do something in order to end this once and for all. And in that moment of that hypercognition, all that you learned there coming together. His eyes just kind of, kind of a flash of knowledge. He just holds his head back because that is a one action spell. <laughs> <coughs> oh my gosh, Raz, you alright? Well, 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 well. What I could tell is these crystals are her life's work. She was trying to make the room beautiful so visitors could come and pay homage to them like a piece of artwork in the in the name of the, the goddess that we mentioned at the front at the gate. Well, there's something messed up about those crystals. And she failed. That. Something failed. And if I were to make assumptions, um, um, I'm thinking these crystals killed her. So smash drawing, the crystals. No. Um, I'd prefer us, you know, fix the problem. Smashing will fix the problem, but I don't know how that would reach her or affect us. Um, it's kind of sad, really, to see your own eyes work kill people. Can we pray? Make me a perception check. See plan. Look at it go! Tradle, tradle, tradle. I made you out of something. Hey, that's decent. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, 35. As imagine. Uh, with a 35, as you look back over to these crystals... Uh, you can see that whatever magic has laced through them with what he's telling you, they are still crystal structures. They are fragile, but only in very precise ways. Uh, if you sent Marshall in there with Rectangle, beating them down would be a pretty impressive effort that would take some time, while you have no idea what kind of horrible effects it's going to subject you to. <laughs> but that said... <laughs> that said uh, you know what a Prince Rupert's drop is? I do know what a Prince Rupert's drop is. Those of you that aren't aware, it's like a glass bead with a very long tail that's pretty much invulnerable to most things. And except if I think it's the very tip of, like, the head of it, you can just 
beat the crap with hammers. It's pretty Brazilian. It'll withstand the a bullet. Tail. It withstand bullets. But if you you tweak the tail without even a little bit of force, the entire it'll fracture, rippling up the thing and explode the entirety of the gem. While not quite so severe and definitely not quite so easy, similar methods would apply to crystalline structures like these. Hmm. If someone had particularly skilled fingers and could get in range with them and range of them, although there would, there's a lot of them that would have to be dealt with, it might still take some time. You could quickly, precisely, de almost destroy individual crystals by exploiting these fracture lines. I have a really crazy idea. Can I see any fracture lines? You probably do not have the thievery skill. You're like, you're aware this is conceptually possible, but like, it's not like there's visible cracks through them. You So the crystals are going to have to be dealt with. There's the only way through it. That's what's binding her to this place almost assuredly. Her life's work that went bad and killed her. If we deal with it, perhaps it'll put her spirit at rest. But how do we deal with it? You also know that this echoing, this screaming in your head that this crystal seems to activate, that even Zay seems to possess when she cries has a resonance of sorts and resonance has to pass through from object to object it would be possibly easier but maybe more involved to bring some objects even something as small as various books and place them in such a way to prevent individual bits of crystal from being able to resonate out through the chamber oh, oh. we could block it we could what? block it resume I have that bring out the wardrobe why don't I just create a wall because we're gonna, we, we, we'll need to be able to traverse this after we're done with everything. I, I could just take the wall apart when I'm done. You would also know that with this, uh, this resonance, uh, give me a crafting check. Oh, I You're got the that. One, yeah. Yeah, I guess oh. you could shut up with the party and then yeah, whoever wants to roll it can roll it. You, were just, you want you me to make brain. a crafting check? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to the party, so you guys can use your big crafting brains. See, I was gonna have a really dumb idea where I use my hammer Come sound on. ability to make I you deaf so you could disarm the crystals. That's mental. Oh, damn. I got a 25 on my crafting. A 25? I mean, that sounds like it makes sense to you. <laughs> Not entirely positive. Well, look. Uh, crystals are fun. There's one you, thing. <laughs> there is what Roisin said, that you would have the problem that, like, you know, you need to go through the wall, and you make contiguous walls. But, I mean, theoretically, a wall segmenting the room in half would certainly protect this side of the room from the crystals. Well, I was actually thinking of bisecting the room the other way with a wall of well, force. Look, there's just, there's just one other thing to consider here. We think we're safe on this side of the room, but we just realize that it just reached out and hit us anyway. We don't have time to go and be doing delicate construction projects. Well, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking so about just smash it. up a wall. From a safe place. You know I can get big and just smash it from afar, right? What we about... don't know how close we can get, and it can reach out, but perhaps we can try. What about Mage Hand? I did tell Resme how close you can get. She didn't tell me. Oh. Uh, and you were invisible, so I didn't see how close you got. I'm not like, talking honestly, out loud. Honestly, as far as, Rez as Roshi knows, this thing just hit us out of nowhere. True. Yeah, you're like, nobody saw you. Yeah, I'm not talking out loud. I haven't. Well, how long does invisibility last? Ten minutes. I have three of them. Okay, but give well, me probably at least number two well, by now if you're trying to keep it rolling. It's only one half of the room. Let me try something probably first. Two. Let me try I'll something keep first. Two rolling. So Roshin has got some performance. She's actually pretty good at it. Okay. Um, and she heard the shrieking emanating from Zai, um, and so she has an idea of the pitch that this thing resonates at. So she's going to whistle a bit get the idea and try to make a counter pitch to it. 
And this whole time that you're discussing plans at this point, having kind of uh, largely come to ignore Zay here, she is largely repeating her two greetings, welcoming you to Jewel Gates, noticing Resme's amulet, occasionally something to lose interest in, go to sit back down, but stop right as she does, and then turn around looking like she's just noticed you're here for the first time. Fair enough. Almost stuck in a loop. And um, once she kind of finds a pitch that she thinks that she likes, she's going to kind of center herself, breathe in, and shriek out with a level six sound burst. Well done. Okay. <laughs> a really big tuning fork. It is a <laughs> 10 foot burst, and she's gonna hit the southern corner of the room and just try to shatter every crystal there at once. Okay. Um, does, what does the saving throw? I'll just get a card me. Okay, so a sixth say. level big ol' sound burst. Should be 7d10 seven seven, sonic damage. Yep. Big 60, 10, 3, 4, 5, 6. It starts at 2. Yeah. Oh, wait, but it's level 3. Yeah. So it's level two, but then so it's it's basically it's level two and starts at two. Okay. But it gets one every level. Okay, so, so sixty still ten. Still be the same amount, yeah. Sixty ten. And the uh, crystals here are going to make a fortitude save. What's your DC? Uh, DC is a thirty-one. Okay. No, that's enough. That's enough. Shall I even roll? Go for it. I was about to say. Uh, let's see, 11, 21, 30, 44 sonic damage. Ding. So it's 44 sonic damage. And I don't know if I get anything for trying to match the pitch at all. Maybe your performance check. Oh, all right. Solid. So, okay. uh, so, so, so performance is a 19, 19, 38. Um, you meet this resonance. You match this same pitch that had been emanating out from Zay. And as you cast this spell and this sound burst blasts uh, visibly rippling uh, with energy through the southern half of the room in the fields of crystals, you see lines of cracks run up along all of the crystals exposed to it as they buckle like a pane of glass. They don't burst, they don't explode, but their surface is riddled now with impurities and shatters. And as that comes through, all of you again start hearing a distorted version of this screaming in your minds. As it echoes off through the crystals to resonate throughout the room. So we'll just go ahead and chill here because we didn't really get to use that before. But why don't you all start by rolling me a will save? If you're out of focus points, wow. okay. uh, we both uh, is that auditory? <laughs> uh, it is not. It's the same yeah. thing as when it's. Oh, it's right the mental thing? Oh, the yeah, mental yeah. thing. I know, I still have. Man, I'm on fire. This girl is. That was an 18. That was an 18. Yeah, I know, it was an 18. <clears throat> um. Oh, Raz is caught a little off guard in this. As soon as he realizes what is assailing his mind, he just kind of... Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that's left to not help any. 
Womp womp. Womp womp. Alrighty, so going around the room here, what do we got from Resume? 16. Why are you taking the ramp off? Uh, 36. Why did you take the ramp off? Because I hate it. We need it, though. I don't Probably. like it. 36? Yep. Um, you are overwhelmed by this emotion and slowed one. Rasheen? 42. Uh, is it will saves you get successes critical? Yeah. All right, so having experienced this now once before, you're okay. Rez? 24. 24. Slowed one. Is you overwhelmed with the motion? 35. Slowed one? 35. Slowed one. So uh, you three, everyone but Rez. Rasheen's, again, fine. Everyone but Rez, you feel it hit you, and you're trying to resist it, but it's just... It's like it's forcing its own feeling into you, and it doesn't strike nearly as severely as it did the first time it came through. Uh, it's not going to have nearly as long-lasting of an effect. But Raz, you are sad. And Trishik, um, you are up first here as this echoing resonance bounces throughout the chamber, and you hear no sign of it coming to an end. Well, I... Do I know that I can break these? Was that discussed? In it the was. Open? Yeah, yeah, we no, discussed it. No, it was discussed it. out of the list. Okay. Yes. Well, then I'm going to come over here to this one, and I'm going to thievery check it. Okay. I'm going to try and take some of those fault lines and breaks to get my claws in there and try and pry the... The cracks probably the, get really easier to see yeah. where the fault yeah, lines are. You've got are. cracks now. So i got to pry the with. brittle structure What is your proficiency in thievery? I am expert. Expert? All right. Uh, as you go to try to do this with the cracks, it definitely seems like it logically should be feasible, but this is simply beyond your skill. You are not proficient enough, a thief, to make this happen. I'm going to break it then. You can, you can certainly punch it. <laughs> <laughs> Take a page out of Marshall's book. Can I sneak attack? <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't know the he's there. <laughs> there is no sneak attacking the rock, good sir. So just hit it and do damage? Uh, yep. Uh, you automatically hit it. You just do damage. Okie dokie. Actually, no. You do need to roll an attack roll because they are pretty big, solid objects, and you could definitely just hit a strong spot and rebound. My mistake. Well, I hit a strong spot and rebounded off with a two. So you reach up, try for a brief moment to try and figure out how to claw this, give up and just smack it. You see his claws kind of glancing. So that us. does break his invisibility, right? Yes. It does, yes. He Great, so I won't now. hit you with my next scream then. <laughs> So, the crystals, shattered as they are, uh, this resonance reverberating through them, uh, you can now all clearly see these ghostly, almost spectral images, not just dancing kind of across the surfaces. Certainly, definitely, certainly at this point, not a trick of the light. They are emanating out, whirling out from the crystals, swirling into each of you. Uh, starting with Trishik. And make me a will save. All right. That's a 26. Okay. 26. You take 19 points of mental damage. And 14 points of sonic damage. Or 33 total? 34. 34 total. Uh, Marshall, make me a will save. 33 is right. I'm done. Uh, 32? The 32, you will also feel these pour into you with a combination 
of uh, 14 points of mental damage as it just assails your mind. And 12 points of sonic damage. So 26. Yeah. And then Roshin is the next closest. Uh, oh, wow, that's a nat one. Uh, I'm going to use this here hero point, actually. Um, she's heard this before, and she's going to tr- uh, she's, she's felt this, and now she can actually see it working. So she's going to focus down and just be ready for it uh, significantly better. Uh, so that's going to be a... Heroism's 24, 24, and that. Uh, 39. 39, uh, you will succeed, so critically succeed. Rasheen proving to be exceptionally resilient against these crystals. And then Resme. Thank you, Lilibak. I perhaps have um, a suggestion we leave. <coughs> Do these qualify as creatures in terms of chain spells? They're not creatures. Okay, so I could not use you chain get... lightning on them. No, it would kind of hit, like they're literally rocks. That's what I so thought. You would hit one as grounded as you're gonna get. You could definitely blast one of them, but it wouldn't chain between them. Um, you can see that <laughs> you can see the machine spell has certainly damaged numerous crystals on the southern side of the room. Obviously, they have these cracks for everything through. They're clearly like they had an effect. <laughs> Soon, you're next, sir. Um, I know. I'm, act- I'm actually going to focus in on uh, one of the crystals on the other side of the room that she didn't hit, uh, okay. the big blue one, and uh, she'll kind of draw her will together. Destructum endorum nevarum. Disintegrate. Oh, yep. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> be gone, please. Boip. Oh, you're not a creature, are you? <laughs> Zappo. Make me an attack a roll. I guess you're just kind of hitting it. That works. That works. Much <laughs> <laughs> better. Uh, attack roll is going to be a 33. Well, 33, you're just kind of trying to hit a crystal here with your disintegrate. Uh, it is absolutely going to connect with one of the crystals on the northern side of the room. Uh, and how much damage does disintegrate do? 12d10. Um, an object <laughs> you hit is destroyed. No save, regardless yeah, of hardness. I'm pretty sure it's just gone. Uh, that disintegrate is going to absolutely vaporize uh, one of the large crystal formations, oh, turning it nicely. to just thin silicate powder Poof. dust <sighs> across the floor. Take that! And then make me uh, another will save real quick. That That's tower definitely likes you better. going to be a 32. Uh, a 32, you are no longer slowed. She can be one for you as well. And then Marshall. Not 20. You know what? <laughs> is the room big enough for me to go large or huge? Um, you can go huge. It's going to be a little comfy, but yeah. you can go huge. <laughs> Ooh, Here I go, Dwarf room. and Giant 2. Let's do this. There's enough room, too. <laughs> Marshall! <laughs> is, is his hammer big enough to hit yes. a 2x2 two two at this point? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to smack it the closest crystal. All right. The ones near Trishik are probably the closest because she's deleted the closest one on the northern yep, side. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that hits. What you got? Uh, that is, if my math is right, a 35. Yeah, 35. Or I'm sorry, 37. 37 hits the crystal, yes. And uh, it's uh, You're large enough to be able to swing directly into the tips of these things and yep. just, like, hit them right on the point. So that is a combination of uh, Ooh. big numbers. So that's that. uh, 12 and 8. That's... 20 plus 5, 25 plus 17. And as you swing, you're absolutely going to shatter another crystal. 
Uh, with these cracks running through it through Rasheen's spell, mm -hmm. Rectangle coming down obliterates it into not quite as fine a powder, but very small fragmented shards that scatter throughout the room. And as you destroy two large patches of these crystals, the, uh, the emanations flowing out from them have decreased massively. Yeah. Uh, and you still have... Wait, you slowed one, I'm so slowed that was one, two. So, so yeah, I, maybe a will save to see if you overcome yep. that. And Rags. That's why we're um, done with this. He gets to smash things. I just I want to point out he and I have been rolling the same red colored D twenty. Like we both have one, and it's been rolling the same numbers at the same time. Well, they're, you they're found a cheat for real life. They're, they're quantum <laughs> entangled. <laughs> um, Raz is sobbing, almost uncontrollably. He's like, I'm sorry. It actually says uncontrollably in the effect. Uncontrollably. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, Buck up, Buttercup, you're fine. <laughs> um, in between sobs, he's letting out a poem of um, Marshall's attempt at comforting. <laughs> I tried my hardest to make my way to you in haste, but unfortunately, I cannot make it in time. My sweet princess, you have died. Um, it's very sad, but you do feel inspired in your defenses, as if you need to hurry up and do better. <laughs> I'm not rolling a die, I'm just holding I mean, a die. I was like, I'm I put the die tray up, I thought you were rolling something. I thought I was, too. You're you all the way up there in the tower, like, like I, uh, nah, I'm getting, nah, getting, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. I rolled one anyway, just inspired defense. Okay. So everyone gets their stuffs to their defenses, AC and saves, plus one status bonus. Is nice. that one action? That is one action. There's one action left. Um, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> that's all two he, actions. That's all so you do not get a save. You are still slowed one because this has hit you very hard. Uh, this is overwhelming to you. Rasheen, the only one who was not crying at this starting moment. I'm not crying. You're getting over crying. You're stopping crying. I rolled crying. a hard 20. You and Marshall are stopping crying. True she cries crocodile tears. It's like that... <laughs> It's like that scene huh. from uh, Probably with Chance of Meatballs. You're like, get, get back in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you have to go now. Um, <laughs> it is the turn of Roshin. It yes. is the turn of Roshin. Uh, so, Roshin, uh, ha, ha, yes, my shatter worked out. My sound burst worked great. Uh, Marshall's on the way now. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, don't step on me, please. All right. All right. Wait, does sound burst require, like, no people between you? Are you dumb? No, it's an emanation. No, it's a burst. It's a burst. It's like a it's like a fireball, but it's soundy. Yeah, but I mean, like, does that not ignore yeah, like a, people? But yeah, you don't have to have like a. You can put that through Marshall. I can. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry yeah, about you can that. you can use stuff through Marshall for sure. Oh, I, he I thought that had like fireball a fireball very often. One of my parts. <laughs> I, I mean, Marshall's butt might get uncomfortable for a second. Um, so again, uh, she's gonna kind of whistle a little bit to get that frequency just right, and then scream um, as her hag eye kind of maybe flares a little bit. Um, as she sends this uh, explosion uh, into the uh, northwest, uh, northeast corner now. Alrighty. Um, another performance check, or can I just say like I've got the frequency now? Uh, at this point, I think yeah, you got it. Just give me the damage. Oh, I, I need all those d10s back. Oh, oh, all all them d10s. Give me them d10s. D10s o'clock, my dude. There's one right, there, right there under your finger. You need more? Over. Do you have a problem? Thank you. His yes, I have a problem. I have a serious He failed his search check. Oh. All right, let's see here. Let's see, that's uh, 20, that's 28, that's 36 sonic damage. All righty, so similarly, uh, though much less powerfully, 
the what's left of the crystals on the northern side of the room also lace with some more hairline cracks across some of the surfaces. It's not as omnipresent. It's not so much a shattered windshield, but it's clearly done some damage. That leaves you one action left, I believe. Uh, one action left. Um, she's going to kind of focus in on herself, and um, it's not like um, the red glow of Milani, but it's sort of a, a ringing is going to kind of suffuse her, and she's going to focus on that to generate... Um, some to, to try to draw some energy to her. She's gonna use sacred defense for one action, a skill feat that I just picked up. I need a DC 30 religion check okay. to make it work. Big spinners <sighs> Big today. Big spinners today. Uh, 10, that's a pass with a 31. Uh, I get five temporary hit points as my divine connection strengthens me. Neat. You pray to mom hard enough and she gives you temporary HP. Isn't that great? It's like what Marshall does, but you have to make a check instead of just doing it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not as cool as a barbarian. Just so, whine to mommy. Yep. So, I just Zay, That's all. Zay at this point, uh, again, is shrieking as if an incredible pain. You're all overcome with this sadness, this, this emotion of despair, but she is in anguish and as she screams, as her voice resonates through the chamber, uh, continuing on and becoming more dissonant and shrill, the shards of crystal across the ground, shattered from Marshall's blows and some that have broken free from Roisin's spell, pick up and whirl around the chamber like a vortex of broken, shattered glass. I need everybody to make me a reflex save. Not it's a reflex save. Casting. Oh no. No, it's not casting. Well, I rolled in that 20 and I well, have- It is actually casting. You can you can bonker. If you, if you want to bonker, you can bonker. You've activated my hammer. No. With okay. a bonk. 40. Uh, 40 will hit her. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. This is Roisin's hour. Thirty-five combination of bludgeoning sound damage. All right, yeah, you feel like she definitely has some resistance. She's a ghost. Your, your hammer passes straight through her and smashes her to the ground, but the magic imbued within it does catch her. Strike away some of uh, some right, of it. Clearly wavers her. Yeah. Okay, so uh, reflex. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna take it. I'll take it. I rolled a uh, reflex saves. Thirty-two. You take 21 points of slashing damage. 39. You take half of that, so you take 10 points of slashing damage. 24. You take 21 points of slashing damage. I have it. You take 21 points of slashing damage. Not 20. You are a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> you were a rogue who was asked to make a reflex save. I was very happy when you said make a reflex save. <laughs> this is, you know, Rasheed was so happy about the well saves, but now it is the hour of Trishik. So as a... As these slash through all of you, and you all see Marshall turn with this giant hammer and smash down on Zay. Uh, at this, her face contorts with rage. The screaming continues, and she reaches out uh, with, with, with her hands, like grasping out towards Marshall. She's now angry. Why'd you make her mad? Uh, and I'm gonna pop a villain point here. She reaches almost in blind anguish stumbling forward like she's trying to grab out at him. Dragonic Soul 221 brings to you instead... Ban that man from the chat. A 39 to hit. Uh, 39 is a crit. Uh, so as you... she reaches... Oh, wait. Oh. Plus one to saves. Okay. 
Well, it's still crit. yeah. Oh, okay. it's still crit. Oh, you're really you big. don't get you don't get extra penalties for being larger. No, my, larger, my AC is still twenty eight after I grow. Ah, okay. I was like, the super large doesn't but make it even worse. That gives me a twenty nine, but it's still crit. It's still exact. So then, if that brings yeah. it to exact lethal, that was almost <laughs> enough. Um, almost. As she reaches into you, uh, grasping at you. Her hands are passing through probably your shins, uh, just like your hammer passed through hers, but you can feel your life force simply being drained away by her ah, touch. Stop scratching my leg! And you are going to take 42 points of negative damage. <laughs> Ghosts are spooky. Rashik. Well, I'm not slowed anymore, so I'm just going to attempt to break the green one in front. How are they divided up? You can just swing just, at them. It doesn't, like, there's, you're still in range of one nearby. Well, okay. there's, because there's one, you shattered one, Marshall shattered one. I'd say you have to step forward to get to another one. Because, like, the green and the blue one here are gone. You have to step up to the purple one now. Okay, so I'll skirmish strike forward. I'll take another swing. And uh, then I will move away to give room for more spells. So, skirmish strike. Uh, 27. Uh, 27 is to reach out again. Your claws just kind of skitter across the damaged surface. 27. Oh, and, and again, <laughs> as you batter at it before retreating back away. I'll actually go one more. I have 30 foot. Okay, one further. Yep, just make Yeah, room. we can do measurements now, so yeah. we have that going. Just make a room, cast oh, your cool. spells, have fun. So the crystals at this point, as you have bashed and beaten away a decent amount of them, and those that are left are somewhat damaged. Again, this energy, these ghostly tendrils almost pouring out of them have reduced greatly. Um, Marshall, make me a will save. Are these eligible for arcane countermeasure? Is it a spell? It is not a spell. Okay. Um, I can make it if you want arcane countermeasures. Yeah, it's got, it's got magical traits. It's not a spell, but like if you want to... Give him arcane countermeasures to his saves. Yeah. I'd say that's fine. Sure. What was I getting plus two? Plus two to everyone who's being targeted. Okay, uh, so that would make it a 37. 37 will. Regular succeeds. So you will take half. You'll take 16 points of mixed sonic and mental damage, but that's actually it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They are, ma they, again, they're massively reduced. Many of them have been crushed into a fine powder at this point. Uh, resume. Oh. And you see next to you, Zay has flown into a fury. Um, I will not move. Um, I'm going to mobility away from her. Uh, 15 feet, uh, coming up over by Roisin. Yeah. Like behind her or like behind, behind her? Right there. Okay. Yeah, right there. Um, and then I'm going to, uh, take a, a pellet and use telekinetic projectile to send it flinging toward one of the crystal's weak spots and try to shatter it from up beneath. Okay. You just have a bag of d20s. Attack roll. That's right. I do. That is a very nice attack roll. Uh, that's going to be a 36. Hey, a 36 will connect with a crystal. And this is on the northern end? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. 66. Uh, Nick, can you help me? I can. Uh, let's see here. That's an 11. That's a 17. 
That's a 19. Uh, plus five is going to be 24. So as you, uh, as this shard hits this, it's going to hit the crystal and glance, shadow, like doing a bit more damage, sending some more cracks through it, but very little as they are, they're, they're solid crystal structures and just kind of throwing crap at them if you can't throw crap quite as hard as Marshall can uh, <laughs> has very little effect. Okay. Uh, but it's not going to do nothing. Marshall. All right. Well, I guess I better do one thing. I'll attack the closest crystal next to me. Okie dokie. Let's work down the line. You can reach the purple one from here, too. Pretty much. Uh, 31. Uh, 31, your hammer is going to hit, and it's going to crunch into it a bit, uh, but just kind of compress, like shatter a little bit of a point. Uh, not actually a solid, like a square enough strike to do any real oh. damage to it. They're they're huge, like five foot around crystal pillars. They're they're pretty sturdy. You got to hit them pretty good. Okay, well I'll take another whack at it. Much better. Oh, much better, but then a minus five. Is it, is oh yeah, it's minus two five. higher. It's too higher, so 33. 33 will hit it. Okay, that's all that matters. We got there. Uh, that's going to be 15, 17, 17, 34. So with 34 points of damage, you will crush through another of these crystals at the initial sound burst and shattered. At this point, you've destroyed about half of the crystals in the chamber. Okay. Uh, but this energy, this necromantic wave that's washing out of them has stopped almost completely. Um, just through uh, destroying a large part of this nexus, mm -hmm. the screaming, anguish, the ringing in your ears has dissipated almost entirely, just to be replaced with Zay's now enraged cries. Uh, the crystals no longer seem to be an imminent threat to you. Awesome. Well, with my last action, well, I guess this deserves a treat. Pulls out a battle potato. Battle a master. very <laughs> large battle potato. So, Trishik, before we go to the next entrance here, Ghost of Azan, for remembering that your party has AoE casters. Here is a hero point. Good job. Seven. And 12, seven and 12. By that's the power of 19. battle medicine 19. potato. So I get 19 health points back. All right, Raz, you can see that Zay is still beyond fury here. Well, and the crystals are. The crystals no longer, like, you don't hear that sound in your head anymore. There's no energy washing for it. And it seems like enough have been destroyed that they uh, are no longer any kind of a threat compared to this rampaging ghost. Um, Raz is going to continue on with his story. But at the end of it, that's one action to inspire defense again. He has a little silver trumpet in his hands. <laughs> That he's been holding this entire time. <laughs> and he looks towards the ghost and just toots. And she needs to make me a uh, DC 28 port save. Just. <laughs> oh, you scared me. Okay, uh, 27. Um, she takes. Three, <laughs> D6 sonic damage. What? I have a I have a horn of blasting. Toot! <laughs> um, you are the cutest little rat ever. That's amazing. That's awesome. So she takes a total of sixteen Sonic Jeez, damage. You rolled really well. Okay. So as this uh, as this magic ripples through her, uh, even the energy from the horn of blasting 
seeming to not find much per much purchase on her ghostly form. She's gonna resist most of that, but because she's a ghost. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. One action. And you're still slowed one. Yeah, I'm still slowed one. So still Roshin, he's still crying. That's very sad. It's a sad toot. <laughs> toot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, apparently the crystals are no longer uh, causing problems, but apparently she's intent She's very on... upset with Marshall, it seems. Yeah, um, uh, Roshin's gonna, uh, move up to her, um, and just, uh, It's okay, calm yourself, everything's going to be fine. Uh, and, and try to calm her down if I can. Spend an action to try to uh, calm her down. You can make me a diplomacy check. I will try. That's a natural 20 for a uh, 39. Uh, sorry, 41 with heroism. And as you... Good job. Just roll 20s for him. Just roll 20s Just roll 20s. <laughs> you come up to her and try your best to uh, kind of defuse the situation. And she's already reaching out. You can see, like, Marshall's skin around his shins blackening when she's reaching into it. Welcome to Jewelgate. I am Zay Whisperwind. Please. The crystals! And she uh, turns and looks at the far end of the room where everything has been... Uh, there's very clear large amounts of damage through a ton of these crystals. And uh, she seems distraught. Has something happened? Let's see the state of the far end of the room. She, she stuck. She was like looking at the broken crystals, turning back to look at you. This worry on her face, but she seems stuck now in, in this moment. Like, Can we help her? Perhaps. I believe it would be best if we just leave. We can't just leave her here like this. We absolutely she? can. <laughs> it How would her be on this? as simple as walking through the door. Resume, repeat after me to her in her language, if you would. Of course. The gate looks lovely. The gate looks lovely. We appreciate your hard work. I'll repeat it in Elvish. And she'll, as formally as I can. And she'll try to speak a benediction to again try to put the ghost to rest. They kept me here forever. Thank you. Go in peace, Esther. And, uh, looking still almost confused, torn back and forth between the faces of Rasheen and Resme, her visage starts to soften and her whole form starts to fade. Sent her off Before, with the tube. After a few moments. Zay Whisperwind disappears from the chamber entirely. Thank you, Rasheen. <sighs> Good job. Wasn't sure how it would work. Of course it worked. You did it. It was beautiful. Very kind of you, Raz. So you know, sorry. Milani would be very, very proud of you. Proud to have you as her daughter. That is... I'm not Milani's daughter. The sound of that muted sobbing ever present in this chamber also 
seems to have gone, leaving the room in near silence, save for the sounds of your own movement. That was unexpected. What horrors lurked in these crystals? Such malevolence in them. Sadness. It is a good way to make Raz is it. just now getting over this. Yeah, <laughs> sadness. It is a good way to ensure no one can use a gate. Yeah, not to mention, ah. they kind of hurt as I pull out a piece of the shard. It was, oh, Marshall, uh, you look like quite a state. Krasach, I'll throw a heel at you. Thanks. Regret. Sadness. But regret for what? I'll start looking through the books again. Failure. All the <clears throat> books in here... Uh, have been preserved seemingly perfectly. Even the tome open on the table with a layer of dust built up on it, its pages don't show the slightest bit of fading. Oh, is this, what is this? Heal? Oh, I'm healing, healing Marshall. And uh, looking through, now with time to peruse the bookshelves here and those that she was studying, there is an interesting amount of knowledge kept in here. Incredibly ancient knowledge. A lot of the studies are actually about Alcida's ring itself. Not just the organization of Jewelgate, but the creation of portal magic. Alcida's ring, from what you can, looking through a lot of this research and these tomes, lean rather quickly, may be the first Ayudara. It might have been the first elven portal gate ever created. Created by an ancient elf named Scandalaren, who used his magic to warp space itself uh, to allow a doorway to connect two distant regions, like two rooms. But... The portals were, uh, these teleports, these portals were forced to pass through a demiplane, through a separate dimension of Candelaren's own creation, uh, that he could manifest his will. All of this magic was new. He was its progenitor. And as he developed it, at creating Alcida's ring, he forged six way stations to pay homage to the six prime deities of the Elvish Pantheon. Okay, it's starting to make more sense now. One gate connecting what is now Hell Knight Hill to six areas of proper worship for these deities. Hunter's Gate, leading to the depths of an untamed jungle. Jewel Gate, properly allowing worship of Yulrol in crystal caverns deep beneath the ground. Venga Gate, leading to sands and shores unexplored by elves. One of them leading to a distant island. And uh, the original gate linking back to the homeland that had been obliterated in the blast when the Cinder Claws came through in the first place. Each of these gates shaped as a manifestation of Candlaren's will and his worship. Most of the information pertains to Jewelgate itself, as that is what Zay and Candlaren kept here. 
There was an interesting tome of magic, not so much a spellbook per se, but a study of an ancient elven craft that you have never heard of, uh, that may very well be lost to time were it not preserved here within Jewelgate. The magic of a crystal keeper. Uh, a sect of worshippers of Yulral, who Zay Whisperwind seemed to be one of, practiced an ancient magic tradition long before Earthfall, long before humanity, or any of that, uh, where much like Yulral reigns over magic, crystals, and jewels, these sects were all one. An ancient art of crystal magic that uh, with these tomes you could certainly unlock yourself hypothetically through the Crystal Keeper dedication if you were so interested. Oh. Well. But additionally, the Jewel Gate's far end was placed in a cavern with unparalleled beauty. Natural formations of crystal, a massive chasm like a cracked geode the size of a building. Wow. Its floors, its walls, its ceilings, all coated with beautiful, sparkling facets through a subtle variety of hues, acting almost as prisms, splitting the magical light they'd brought with them. Candelarin thought it good to end Jewelgate here. There's no better place he'd, he'd think in this world he thought Yulrol herself would approve of. And Zay was tasked with maintaining this beauty and capturing it as she can through her own abilities as a crystal keeper to manifest within the gateway itself. Kandlaren left her to this millennia ago. But what happened here? There is nothing. No information about how it fell, how they came so corrupted, what took Zay. But there is a little more tucked away. There are a pair of scrolls with her things on the bookshelves uh, that you'd easily be able to identify as a scroll of Dimension Door and a scroll of Tongues. Tongues is like comprehend languages, but better because you can speak it. Or you can cast it on somebody else, and then they can speak words that you can understand. A scroll of each of those, and this a collection as ancient as this. These various books in her library are a huge collection that would sell for hundreds of gold, certainly, to uh, the right collector. They're going, in, they're going in my library. I'm taking some of them. You will rip the pages out. No, no, I'm taking, pages. no, no I'm taking full books. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah and then you're going to rip the pages out of them. Yeah. It is altogether, if you're trying to like transport this whole collection of knowledge, this library is about 20 bulk of books. I have my own bag of holding. I have the map of L. The, the magic sack does eventually have a limit. 20 is beyond what I I think even Marshall can handle. No, I have the knapsack of, of Halfling Kind. Right, which is still a bag of holding. 14 is my. I have a bag of holding type 3. Yeah. Plus oh, I have, yeah. Bag of, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, okay. I have a type 3. You have a type 3, you have a knapsack, you have a type 2, you have a type 1. Mine's you have a type Marshall. Three, I have Marshall Barbarian ability. Marshall is basically a type we could put the whole thing in so mind you could definitely you could bring here. all of this with you. You have like five <laughs> bags of holding across the table here. It's time to shine, boys. Loot. Yep. Library of esoteric knowledge. Yeah. Pretty much. 
I just threw away the sack. These two are like, just going to the books. I want to hold We just put the whole collection in the gourd. Yes. Things in the gourd don't stay in don't the gourd. Stay yeah, in the gourd. I don't think they do. What happened in the gourd? When it's shrunken down, it, if it's not the once per day hide, everything gets ejected. Like, it has its own furnishings. Of, now, I what imagine. happens in the gourd stays in the gourd. Yeah, that's different. Not like the actual stuff you put in the gourd. But you have a bit <laughs> of a glimpse of where the far end of Jewel Gate will probably lead to a tunnel that this is just a glimpse of its beauty. A crystal cavern of potentially horrors <laughs> because this end of it was already kind of bad. Hmm. Hmm. So you're saying smash all the crystals. Got it. It's very likely you'll perhaps have to. <laughs> but there is nothing standing between you and the far end of Julie. With Zay put to rest and the crystals destroyed enough that they no longer pose a threat. Nothing stopping you. I say some very nice words and cats soothe on myself. At a level two. Yeah, how's everyone looking? Yeah, you guys aren't in a rush. Like, you I, can, you I, can I stop look, and I look like, pretty fine. treat yourself. We yeah. could. After that big heal, I'm good. Like, I'm nothing else is, seems to be happy. You're chilling in Jewelgate now. It's. Yeah. I've, this uh, is much simpler than Dream Game, where yeah. we had to fight an entire coven of hags and the Whomping Willow. <laughs> this was just some mad rocks. I, I'm just going to do a level one heal on myself. And a really sad ghost. A really sad ghost. A really sad ghost. She was very sad. I mean, I mean, I'll probably just top off my health like and just more? chill. No, you're fine. Too, I'm looking like my brain, brain is perfect. bruised. Your brain is bruised? My Here, brain is I'll, bruised. I'll go put some salve on that brain of yours. I don't know how badly his I brain I only looks, took uh, mental damage. Potato. Do you have a nosebleed? 26. Oh, yeah. That's plenty. So after, uh, while you're looking through these books, while Resme is gleaning what knowledge she can, Rasheen and Raz 32. are tending Good to the enough. party with some minor healing magics, uh, making sure everyone is fighting fit in case the other side of this is a literal dimension of screaming murder crystals. Like it has been. You left me missing Or pirates. You get that all right. <laughs> How dare you? How could Heal you? me again! <laughs> you got some dirt on your face. <laughs> Typical mob fashion. Yeah. Just a minor aneurysm. It'll be okay. Who's my I, I just ate a tart. I'm good. Concussion. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Just a little bit of crystal. Yeah, I'm good. My emotions have calmed down. I feel much better now. <clears throat> Soothe is the perfect spell for this situation. It is. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to cry a little bit. It gives you a plus. It gives you a bonus to, to save. So because it's super interesting, I will give you briefly... Uh, a little bit of an overview of the Crystal Keeper archetype. I am waiting Just for, for that. Some excitement. Mm. Um, Trushik suddenly becomes a magical girl with The dedication stones. itself is really a service of study. It was a very specific kind of teaching. Uh, and the original, the, the base dedication feat simply allows you to decipher writing of any kind uh, by using Arcana, Occultism, Religion, or Society. Um as long as you do it while meditating before a crystal. It does not matter what kind of writing it is or what kind of check it would normally take. And uh, if you would critically fail, you fail instead. And if you would succeed, you critically succeed. The crystals impart a great amount of knowledge when studied thoroughly. Beyond that, you get what is possibly the most specific bonus I've ever seen Paizo give out, but I'll go ahead and say it because it's in here. You get resistance 10 to damage from hazards relating to crystals. <laughs> hazards relating so to crystals. So these crystals. So this room, if you somehow were a crystal keeper before you came in here where you learn about crystal keepers, 
Would have been nice. So we could have like feveried the book, left, left studied stuck up, it. gained a level, gotten it. But you, uh, you do gain some kind of interesting things. Um, two of them in particular, uh, two flavors of rune shifter, hmm. allow you to during your daily preparations for either armor or weapons, the two different feats. You can focus on a rune's magical energies through a crystal. It's just part of your daily preparation to change that rune to a different rune. Whoa. Wow. Um, you can't change like a plus one. You change property runes. So you can't change like a plus one to a plus two. So you could turn like a fire you into could a change, or something. Yeah, you could change like flaming to frost or ghost touch or returning or wounding or, or thundering or shocking. Or anything like same any, lower level. Any property rune to any other property rune? Uh, any property. You can change property rune to corrosive, flaming, frost, ghost touch, grievous, returning, shock, thundering, or wounding. So those all basically are interchangeable for you. It basically makes those all interchangeable. Does it go back to its original one after your daily preps are over? It does, but you can do it again the next day. Like huh. there's, it doesn't cost you. It's just something you can do as part of your daily preparations. So if you Is it a crafting you're going to be check? fighting something. If there's no check. Fire, it just happens. You just have uh, to the armor it. version has energy resistant, fortification, glamoured, invisibility, shadow, or slick. That you can kind of freely switch between. Gosh, I like being slick. So those are kind of neat. So if you want to play a prank on your fighter, you change it to a slick rune when no one's paying attention. <laughs> you can also learn. How'd you do? No, you're just calling, causing friction within the party. <laughs> oh god. Oh, god. You could also learn a uh, particular bit of magic that would manifest mechanically as a focus spell, which lets you create electrified crystal wards, hmm. uh, creating a specialized crystalline lock that manifests as an electric latch hazard that uses your spell DC instead of the hazard's DC. And uh, does a pretty okay uh, amount of damage. You'll zap the crap out of someone that tries to touch the ward. Hmm. Electrify the door. So we just put all of those on the different uh, gates. You could very well put them on the gates of I all mean, I, I would. <laughs> uh, you can only have one active at a time. Through that, but uh, the Crystal Keeper is a bunch of studying and understanding of manipulation of crystals and using them to work magic. I took Bastion dedication this level, so I'm not gonna get any of that anytime soon. But I just rounded cool. off the assassin dedication. Such so a cool you dedication. Know. Hey, I mean, if you want to be a crystal lizard, no, oh, I don't. <laughs> but with that, it does not seem like there is wouldn't that make you a Skexy? anything else to be found like there are no magical hidden compartments or secret wall safes in the jewel gateway station the shattered uh, crystals do they they're definitely pretty colors they are do, pretty colors do they look like they might have some monetary value put them on the scale put i mean they the have scale. about the same monetary value as like broken bits of colored glass because that's functionally what they are at all this right, point right, fair enough um, what about the whole crystals the whole crystals <laughs> would have scale. to become shattered crystals <laughs> in order to be removed do you because know me? they are but uh, they are also large chunks of colored, very, very heavy, very, very solid glass. Like, they're not any sort of a precious or semi-precious gemstone. Uh, they're, they, would, they don't seem like they'd be particularly valuable. I mean, I can shrink item them if you Because they are pretty, but that is about their purpose, is that well. they are very beautiful to look at. And this, like, seriously, this is among my favorite battle maps that I think I've seen in a Paizo Adventure. It's so beautiful. Very that elegant. freaking very fantastic. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I really I, uh, like that um, first boss room in Extinction Curse. I believe that was also with the two ravines. Yeah, that looks like it should be the final battle of an entire yeah. adventure path with and the ravine of wind and the ravine of water intertwining. That was yeah. super neat. 
But with all this information gathered. I guess we for next time we go through the gate. Yep, we could. Yep, the far side of Jewel Gate stands before you. And when we return next week, touch of the eye of the wise. We can see the massive crystal caverns of thousands of years ago. No, there's going to be orcs or something on the it's other just side. Just going to be a mine. No, there's just going to be bleeding people everywhere, and Resume's going to have more nightmares because there's going to be more things that she's going to regret forever. That's what's going to happen. It's okay though. This time you have music. That's true. Oh great, my nightmares you have are, are, th- are composed now. They you have, have a theme a- song. Regardless, <laughs> next week we foray forth. To see what rests on the far side of the way station. I'm pretty sure I think, it's just more misery. I think this, it's a its a very subtle one, but I really like the Sirenscape sounds that I put together for this because they have such a cool little like resonating kind of crystal shimmer sound. That's so cool. Oh, it's lovely. That fits in here really nice. Fancy. But that's going to be it for us today, everybody. Thank you, all of you in the channel hanging out with us following the journeys of the Age of Ashes. Do you have any idea how many times I wanted to make Dark Crystal references through all of this? We it are approximately 17. It well, hurt myself. on our way to tracking down whatever part of Marshall's family is helping the Scarlet Triad. Hey, look, official Paisa's hanging out. Maybe. <laughs> oh, hello. Maybe meeting Roshian's mother. Uh-oh. At oh, some that point. Yeah. I should really tell you guys about what I know. Bro, Nobody else that knows that. It's not we'll, we'll haggle. <laughs> that. We'll haggle just, for the information. It's like taking Christmas. And thank you, from of course, Paizo, for having us here, we for love sponsoring you, our yes, show. Thank you. Thank you. For letting us run your fantastic adventure path here. The fires of the haunted city are coming. I really like that title. So it's a really good title. And we're very getting there. Because tomorrow's because not- I like haunted cities and I like fire. So good news, this has got both. <laughs> we will see you guys next Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Good night, everybody. Enjoy. Good night.